Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Before the Gates. I'm your storyteller tonight, Eric Campbell, as always, uh, joined here with my friends who are all dead. Oh. They're all dead, um, <clears throat> at least in the game. Oh. Or are they? That's what I, I love know. about you. You're so gentle. Thank you. Yes. Um, so we hope everybody had a good Halloween and that uh, you guys are dealing with the shock of sugar. Uh, better than we are, um, as I'm going to pound back this candy after the intro. Um, <clears throat> but um, before we get started tonight, I uh, just wanted to go around the table and see, did we have any announcements, anything we wanted to share with the audience before we jump back into tonight's ghost story? Well, uh, if you're feeling froggy about uh, voting for uh, the Something Scary uh, podcast, which is my animated horror series, uh, it's animated horror every Tuesday, and then also additional stories that I do as um, audio stories. Today is the last day to vote for us for the podcast awards. Uh, wow. Voting closes at midnight, wherever you are. <laughs> and uh, you would go to digitalhollywood.com slash podcast awards, and we are Something Scary Podcast. We're under the indie, comedy, and horror. It's, it's a number of Sweet. different ones. So, yeah. And then I don't know how many people at the table this also applies to, but on November 10th, I know that I'm going to be playing the She-Ra game over at Saving Throw. I don't know if any oh. She-Ra game. Yeah. What is this She-Ra game? I think it's just lasers and feelings, right? Yes. Skins oh. like uh, She-Ra. Coming up soon on yeah. Tempting Fate. Tempting Fate. Uh, I don't think we even announced that. Surprise! Surprise! Uh, if you're I watching, I will, I will, fired. I will text yeah. you Xander's address. So. <laughs> he knows it. Oh, well, it's been fun playing with you, Xander. Um, um, but other than that... Uh, yes, thank you, Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> There's a frog in my mouth now. Um, <laughs> uh, also, tickets are still on sale for The Lost Odyssey, which is a D&D charity game that I'm going to be playing here in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's got a hell of a cast. Our friend David yeah. Nett's in that. Dude. And Deborah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then Matthew Lillard, Satine. Phoenix, uh, TJ Storm, Kate Welch, you know. Folks. Uh, so that's happening on November 15th. You can get tickets to see it in person at the theater here in LA, that's but so cool. it's also going to be broadcast through, I believe, like Eek and Sundry uh, and some other channels. Very, as well as very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Does anybody have oh, it? and I'm playing Ricky Huckster from Relics Meredith. <gasps> okay, are you done now? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> trying, to, trying to figure out what we're doing. Oh, and doing also. <laughs> about y'all got anything oh my gosh right now uh no (laughs) i mean i guess i'm playing (laughs) she-ra unfortunately i won't be there that day oh no oh no i'm sorry um Um, but sam uh yes so this weekend is the beginning of the extended season of long beach by night here on your time congratulations Uh, thanks to popular demand we appreciate you um we are extending the season by another four episodes that's starting uh well continuing i suppose this weekend sunday from 12 to 3 uh pacific time right here at q times I'm excited. Yay. Um, <laughs> cool. I, I have a mountain of things that I cannot announce. <laughs> <laughs> and the burden is terrible. You know. It's terrible. You're doing great. Such Take- mountains can absolutely be climbed, my dear. <sighs> Sometimes you. The <laughs> 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 uh, uh, joke from the past has rebubbled. Has rebubbled. Mm. Actually, that's that, that's a good that's a good group name. Rebubbled. rebubbled. No. 
This before the, the, the before the <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll yeah we'll, we'll uh, these two will fill you in. On that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it's a sex thing. Yeah, it oh, is. Okay. It's a sex thing. Um, <clears throat> oh, so as hard. as we jump into tonight's game, um, uh, I just wanted to give a quick thank you to everybody tuning in tonight, um, uh, who's joining us for our part three of our little ghost story of six. Um, it's a real pleasure to be running games here at Q Times. Um, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, all that stuff that they tell you to do all the time. Supporting the channel supports the show, and thank you so much for watching tonight either way. Um, with that, I think we are good to get underway, so let's go ahead and continue our ghost story tonight. Live just as you said that. that. <laughs> yes. We explained mountain climbing to Markia. <laughs> so that's For such that a haunting was. and serious game. Oh, sorry. We, no, oh. no, 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 no. Gaming, first and foremost, should always be about fun, and we haven't seen each other in a week, so it's good to like sit down and, well, except for Sam and I, I see you like all the damn time. I also sit down. I thought that's what you were going to no, nope. I'm not uh, there. Um, All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. serious. We're dead. <laughs> yeah, to the to the dead thing. Mm. So, um, we actually left off when you guys had just begun to unravel a bit of a mystery. There's a lot of questions about this Darren guy that you found in Golden Gate Park. Um, the events leading up to it with Bendy Becca, who, as it turns out, is a real Instagram. No surprise. Oh, <laughs> He's in fact a real Instagram personality. In San Francisco! In wow. San Francisco. Yeah, real person. Totally, Apparently. totally by accident. And it was practically a random role to come up with that character name mm. and location. So, Whoops. Um, but um, as it were, <laughs> you managed to connect with Bindi Becca, mm -hmm. who is a young woman who has an incredible Instagram following, is sort of an Instagram star, a yogi, as it were. And um, <clears throat> I should call her a new media yogi. Would be yeah, more yeah, 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 yeah. But Yoga has, enthusiast. Yes, yes. Um, she brought to you an interesting case that she believes there was a ghost that was appearing in the photographs that she was taking, her selfies that she was doing at the park. Mm -hmm. um, turns out it was true. It was, in fact, a lost soul that was wandering around uh, Golden Gate Park. Y'all have taken it upon yourselves to try to unravel the mystery of this ghost who you had brought back to your shop, if I remember correctly. Yes. And started asking questions. You even did a little bit of dangerous soothsaying, as one might say, letting your body die and slipping into a ghost form as you could answer questions that no one should be able to answer. Thank you for reminding um, me. <laughs> um, some other incidents have happened. The tension is constantly going up between the crew and one Sam McGee, a reaper that is lurking here in San Francisco. Um... He has only made his appearance known a few times. 
And he hasn't come into direct conflict with anyone yet, but he has made it known that he is watching all of you. And he seems particularly interested in the ghost that you have all begun to help. Um, this ghost apparently is anchored to where you found him in somewhere in Golden Gate Park. Um, as you know, you accidentally discovered one of his bands uh, in the last episode. <laughs> Possibly a Bane. Yeah. The reaction was strong enough that it might actually be a Bane, but it instantly caused him to liquefy into whiskey mm. and essentially be ripped away and pulled back into his anchor. Um, but you also got a lead, a piano teacher, mm-hmm. um, who apparently knew him in life. Um, and where we pick up tonight was you had all just made contact with this piano teacher. Yes, I made phone calls. She um, is in Oakland, if I remember correctly. She yes. lives just outside of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So she's across the Oakland Bay Bridge. Michelle. Michelle Curiel. Michelle Curiel. Um, according to what you were able to get from Dil- uh, from uh, Darren, um, the ghost that you were all trying to help, is Darren McAfee? Yeah, McAfee. McAfee. And, and information from him has been very spotty. I mean, he seems to be in a constant state of fighting off intoxication. And asking him questions, it tends to loop back around. He's a ghost that seems to be on the fringe, on the on the on just the cusp of becoming aware of his condition. Um, he's able to operate in a way that allows him to understand what's happening and go with you. But he seems to still think he's in the 70s. And he still thinks he's waiting for his lover to show up. Somebody he calls Bookie. Um, now, Michelle, you were able to get that information from the or from using the Oracle Insights and from investigating with Darren. Um, as the sun set over San Francisco, you all had an appointment with Michelle the next day. Let's go ahead and start with sunrise um, over San Francisco. A heavy, thick fog, um, <laughs> which is pretty typical for this town, um, is still waiting to be burned away by the afternoon sun. It is about 8.30 in the morning, um, and we will, let's do this. Who would like to open the scene? Who would like to start tonight's story? Uh, I'll start. Uh, Juliet had a piano delivered to uh, Betha's uh, address, mm-hmm. to her home, and I... And you live above the store? Or do you I, I live in a separate location. Separate location. Yeah. A little townhouse. I actually stores. ordered two things. Um, I ordered the piano to your house. It was delivered, uh, like, promptly. Um, I think I, if you weren't home to open it up, I was there to um, open it for you. Um, but I think I got it from, like, a Costco or something like that. <laughs> and while ordering it... Um, they had like a, and you can get free shipping, mm-hmm. um, if you like tack on a few more hundred dollars. And so I think I bought a second thing and I think I bought a, uh, <laughs> uh, an industrial copier for the office. Oh, wow. Um, because I couldn't find a Xerox machine. <laughs> ah, <laughs> so, that's right. um, but you definitely got your piano like pristine and it's like top of the line. Um, from Costco. Did you ask from Costco or not? Actually, I, not. I don't know any difference. Yeah. <laughs> I did a ton of research, and I think I also... So a baby uh, grand? Yeah, baby grand. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also have like a little oh, packet on top on why this is the best choice for you. Yeah, Like the, the piano, piano itself is white? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Like a creamy yeah. 
So early in the morning, movers arrive with the baby grand piano and they explain that it's going to take them a few hours. Um, they're probably going to, let's see. There's so much commitment. You haven't even taken a lesson yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no. Um, Did you keep well, the receipt? <laughs> well, because of the interaction that I, I had with That's Bo, right. it was There's like, something hey, there anyway. Bo's going to be a part of my life. Uh, it's time to get a piano. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes them a few hours to deliver the piano to the inside of the apartment. They get it all set up for you. You manage to move some stuff out of the way. And it does take up a sizable amount of space in your apartment. But once they're gone, um, you actually discover that, yes, it's larger than just about everything else in this room, but it's also quite lovely. Well, Juliet did such a beautiful job. Once again, I have to remember to let her know this. Juliet, get Oh, she's not here. Okay. Well, and Betha sits down at, you know, the piano and... Uh, starts doing some of the keys, hoping that maybe it will trigger something with Bo, uh, who's uh, hovering as he usually does. Mm -hmm. you know? Bo is actually, um, as you raise your hands and they, your hands hover over the white keys, you pause for a minute, realizing he's actually not near you. And when you glance around the room, he's not in the room. Bo? That's, that's peculiar. Uh, Betha gets up and starts looking for him. I mean, uh, he's always What there. is your synergy level? Uh, three. Three. You know where he is. Okay. You can feel his presence in the next room. Um, as you swing open the door to your bedroom, you almost have a start. He is standing on the ceiling um, and is looking completely stone-faced. Do you not like the piano from what I could gather it would have strong memories for you. I, I mean, I'll be taking lessons, and perhaps this would be a better way for us to connect, uh, as opposed to the lovely dinners that we had. Where, well, it's like me having dinner by myself. Is there something wrong? And he stares at you for a long moment, but it's not a blank stare. You can see purpose behind his eyes. He's not just looking through you. He's not just zoning out, as it were. And as he looks at you for a long moment, he begins to open his arms up for a second, and he closes his eyes. And then you see he kind of, it's a little disorienting to watch it happen because it almost, it defies where he should be falling, but instead it looks like he falls back against the ceiling, like he's in his reality, like he's falling off of something from behind. And he vanishes into the ceiling. Just... Okay. Maybe this was a mistake. Do you feel his presence in the next room now? Yeah, I follow. You kind of lean through the doorway to see what's going on, and you see him walking through your coffee table, through the sofa, as he's approaching this white baby grand piano um again Bo is a dreadgeist he is a very powerful very emotional being and as he approaches the piano and stares at it all of the surface objects in your apartment begin to rattle all of them there's like a low rumble just glass begins to tremble on the on the surface of coffee tables you can hear the rattling of a coffee cup 
on top of a uh, one of its teacups, just like off to the side. You can hear your dishes in the sink, knives clattering around inside of a mug. Um, everything, the, the, the windows begin to shake just a little bit. And he continues to stare at it. Okay, um, Bo, I understand that this is extremely emotional for you. Uh, perhaps this was a mistake, uh, but we can work through this. And she goes to stand in um, front of Bo. Make, make an empathy check, and I would say this is going to be a synergy plus empathy roll. Okay. Synergy plus empathy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> synergy is three. Oh, my empathy is zero. Oh, okay. Yay. So make a straight up synergy check then. Okay. Mm. No, I would I would say add your wits to this. Okay, yeah. wits she's got. Yeah, yeah. She's got a lot of wits. Right. One, two, three uh, successes. That's brilliant. Um. So halfway through your words, as you're saying this to him, you begin to become aware of rising agitation the louder your voice gets. He seems to react almost like it's triggering triggering a response in him. Until finally he just lowers his head like he's ashamed. Like, oh, no, no, don't, don't you do that. I've had a lot of shame in my life. I'm not going to have somebody that, well, has to hover around my shoulder be shamed also. I mean, I know that I have, I get very loud and, and very big in spaces and it, it happens. And she, you know, goes, you know, close to. And again, space. as you're saying this to him and getting closer to him, you start to feel that reaction again, like it's getting stronger. Like the louder your voice gets and the more incredulously, you're like, hey, come on, come on. You don't need to be like, you immediately feel again that it, it seems to intensify. Yeah. Uh, and then Betha gets quieter. Okay. Yeah, it's more intense and trying to look him in the eyes. What do you say to him? Um, Bo, I understand that this is a triggering thing for you. I was doing this so that we could connect, but I don't want you to be hurt by this, if only because I really, really like my chinaware. <laughs> so, if you want me to get rid of it, I will. Sure, I can at least still get the refund on it, but it's not the piano's fault either. Do you understand? Again, as you say all of this to him and articulating to it, it's, it's much like talking, for lack of a better way of describing it, it's much like talking to our pets. We know that on some level they understand the gist of what we're trying to tell them. But with that separation between the geist and the bound, that emotional connection that you have is truly the only channel in which to communicate. And so instead, it doesn't seem like he understands your words, but he does understand that you are bringing things down a little bit. And that gets a reaction from him. And for the first time since this whole thing started, his eyes slowly close, and when they open again, they're focused on you. Um, This inky blackness just constantly licking around the sides of his face, revealing from time to time the cracks and breaks that are all on the sides and the corners of his jaw, um, until he finally glances back down, and the apartment begins to stop shaking. Oh, thank God. So, how about we take this a step at a time? 
Uh, Betha closes the cover very gently on, on of the keys. Okay. Uh, and then uh, pulls the cover that comes with the piano and starts to cover it up. Okay. So we'll just keep this covered right now and we'll work on this another time. In fact, we'll have to work on it tonight because I will be having a piano lesson. Um, maybe you'd prefer not to be there then. I guess we'll work it out then, but there. See, out of sight, out of mind, right? I'm still renting here, so I can't have too much damage happen to my place. How are you doing? Better? He is very still. Very still. He has his hands folded together like this. Right between, like just holding, like he's holding himself almost as he continues to glance down at the piano. But it doesn't, you don't get any more sensations from him. Whatever state he's in right now, it feels like he's leveled off. Well, I guess it's breakfast time now then, right? <laughs> uh, Betha goes over to the kitchen, is like chatting with uh, Bo wherever he's ends up saying it's like I feel like waffles I have a waffle maker well, <laughs> it's it's very you basically just do pancake mix and then you put it in the waffle it just has to be a little bit thicker she's going through the motions yeah okay um what's everybody else doing uh 8 30 in the morning I am asleep <laughs> I'm at the so after they deliver the piano they I've told them to come to the shop and to deliver the um the copy so I'm at the copier um, after it's being set up, and uh, I, 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 I um, you know, stand back, let them set it up. Thank you so much. And uh, the second they're gone, I um, think I like take the nearest thing I can start making copies of, and I just hit like uh, hunch up the numbers to like 500. That seems like the maximum amount of copies you can make on a copying machine. I think and it actually goes to a thousand. Then we're making a thousand copies of yeah. this. Um, It'll just keep going actually until you run out of ink and paper. There, then I that's <laughs> I. I want to recreate the Xerox machine I saw. Okay. Um, and so uh, just get that smell of burning paper going. Um, and I've tried. I've tried to like move aside some of the shop stuff so that the uh, copying machine is exactly where that Xerox machine was. Okay. And. Um, Thousand copies. We're making a thousand copies, and that's what Juliet's doing. She's making herself some tea, and she's watching this. Um, as you settle down, and just you're watching the that almost fluid smoke of like the moisture rising off of a hot cup of tea, mm -hmm. um, and listening to the soothing sounds of a printer just um, you are aware that across the room is the apparition of a geist uh, known as the Ticking Man. To anybody, again, I have to emphasize, to anybody else who would see this would be a walking horror right out of the nightmares yeah. of children. Um, Ticking Man, however, for you, even though every way he moves is like a clay animation, his extremely long limbs and fingers and narrow head would probably get him nicknamed Slender Man by people who wouldn't think to look any further than just yeah. the, that image as he kind of like tiptoes across the room. You're not sure what he's doing right now. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be reacting to the sounds of the printer. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. 
So nothing yet from him. I I look at him and then I look at the printer. Does this she doesn't say anything actually. Well what she's gonna do is she's gonna take out her phone, uh YouTube the sound of a Xerox machine. Mm. Um hit play on that. So as you bring up YouTube, the first thing that happens is is as you enter this search for like mm -hmm. ambient relaxing noises like Xerox machines. Yeah. What actually ends up coming up are video after video after video of running water. And the moment Whoa. you see this like lake, oceans, stuff like that, the moment you see that, just that image and the first sound that you hear as it begins to play, you immediately have a sensation in the back of your throat of not being able to breathe. Yeah, no, mm. she drops her phone and like pushes around. herself away from the table and is... You know she needs to she needs to get up and she needs to breathe and she needs to know she can breathe and um it's just yeah she like inhales to make sure that her she can like feel your her breath, lungs expanding your breath catches in your throat oh god oh god oh god something's um, stuck something is stuck oh, in your throat no. um yeah i think juliet panics i think that she has a panic attack um the moment you begin to feel your heart start to race. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll go ahead and, and let yeah. trigger warning Please. to our audiences here as we go into a panic attack. Yeah, yeah. You begin, you begin to feel that heart racing sensation. Yeah. Your body starting to kind of deciding to do its own thing right mm -hmm, now without mm -hmm, your permission. Mm -hmm. um, as you're starting to feel that come up, the impulse to cough is just overwhelming. Yeah, she's, she's like clutching at her throat, man. Um, um, it happens instantly. Like as you yeah. reach up and grab at your throat. Um, you lean forward, and as you cough, you see this brackish water eject from your mouth and splash all over the desk in front of you like someone has just brought you back from CPR. And you feel your lungs clear immediately. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. And then she just, like, I think that she's just going to, like, take a minute for herself, and she's just going to, like, put her head on the desk. Okay. And then just, like, and then, like, breathe. As you put your head down, you notice that the desk is completely dry. The moment your skin touches the cool surface, there's no water at all. I feel like this isn't the first time this has happened to her. So she, but like, it felt so real to her that she needs to double check and like, double check and double check. And it is dry. It's dry. Okay. I'm, um, ticking man. He is standing very close by suddenly. Okay. When he got there, you're not sure. But okay. he's pointing at one of the clocks yeah. that's on the desk, and his head is rotating like it's the hand on the clock. It starts to click all the way around. He's got a big smile on his face. You get the impression he's communicating the time. Okay. And then you just watch his head clicking. He doesn't seem to be reacting at all to what just happened to you. Yeah. Instead, he just head completely rotates. Now it's upside down, and it c continues to click around like the mm -hmm. hand of a like the second hand on the on a watch. Yeah. Um. What time is it? Uh, it's about nine a.m. So and... it's about the time that most of the folks would start showing up. Okay. Um. It's it's our clock. There there's. Can I can I do like um. Can I do a perception check or something yes. to see if there's anything Try different about this clock? Try to communicate find out what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say make a synergy uh, empathy check, and I'll add your wits to this as well. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Um, four plus three. And then you said I could add wits as well? Mm-hmm. Great. 
Um, that's ten dice I'm rolling. Wow. Are <laughs> you getting your insight specialty on this too? Um, for empathy? Oh yeah, that means I get one more. Right? Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. Um, beautiful. Yes. Um, also, okay. I changed what I'm going to be doing Can at I this time. Can I have one dice? Okay. Bear with me. Please, here. buddy. Um. Bear with me. Oh, okay. Um, so three of those explode. Whoa! <laughs> three explode? Yes. So you have at least three successes. Yes, well, I have four successes, and then three of these are going to explode. Um, okay. Uh, okay, so that was four successes. Yes. Great. Total. Yes. Total. Um, okay, so you immediately get the impression that whatever, why he's trying to draw your attention to the clock has something to do with the experience you just had. Okay. Um, and I think that the way Juliet process things, processes things is she's going to make a, she's going to grab the nearest thing that she can write on. She's not touching her phone. Usually she would open up the notes app on her phone, but she's not touching her phone right now. Um, honestly, she's probably going to buy a new phone. Um, uh, and she she grabs a piece of paper and she wants to write, just start writing everything that she notices about this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just like make a list. Mm-hmm. That's how Juliet processes. And um, so she's going to write the time. She's going to write what he's po- pointing at. She's going to write like almost like a scientist's precision in a lot of ways. Um, and that's what she does. And she's just going to okay. keep writing and keep writing literally every little <clears> thing <throat> about the room that she like senses she's going to write. Um, okay, I would say make a quick intelligence check okay um and Uh, if you have anything like history or um i have investigative prodigy i would do you have you do have (coughs) do you have investigation uh yes i do okay this would definitely (laughs) so this would be the next piece of the puzzle i would say make an investigation intelligence check okay great um i mean i think i'm rolling three dice then in that case the difficulty is one on this okay come on but come on babies let's let's play any (laughs) dice um, they failed me. They failed me. <laughs> no. Nothing. Nothing. Um, you can't help but feel like there's something creepily familiar about why he was pointing at the clock, but you cannot for the life of you remember what it is. I think I'm still coming down from my anxiety in that yeah. in, in that situation and just the panic, and I'm like, she's still shivering, and so, but like this is like calming her down and bringing her down too. In the background, you just hear the of the printer. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll get to you yeah. in a second. What are you doing? So normally, Mal would totally be asleep at this time. Okay. Uh, but there's something about the, the upcoming piano lesson and having been the reason that the whole thing fell apart last night because of the alcohol, he w- hasn't been able to sleep very well. Uh, and so he's up and about at 8.30 in the morning, has stopped by uh, Sal's already, gotten two cups of coffee, and is now in front of Ivy's apartment door. Knocking. Okay. Um, hi. So the first thing you would know about Ivy's apartment door because mm-hmm. this is maybe how many times do you think how many times do you think he's actually come over to your probably place? not very often because <laughs> I was gonna say they live in a place that has security sure <laughs> and like a front desk sure so do they know you here or no 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 we no. definitely some <laughs> lucky rabbit's foot maneuvering <clears throat> going on <laughs> to <Okay>. get me in. <laughs> um. Yeah, because the as you would walk into this very high end looking apartment building in San Francisco, mm-hmm. um, the gentleman at the door, this uh, Latino male, stands up and says, uh, "Can I help you?" Uh, I'm just here to see a friend. Uh, okay, and uh, what's your friend's name? 
I have eaten Kristen Dermot. Okay. And Dermot. Your, <laughs> and your name is? You go ahead and sign in. Malcolm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, here we go. Can you sign in? Uh, can you hold these for me? Or can I sit them? What are they? On coffee. It's oh, yeah. Coffee. He takes those. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. As I'm signing, I guess I, I'm just feeling out where Lucky Rabbit's foot is. Uh, Lucky Rabbit's the... foot's in the main lobby area. Mm -hmm. Staring at a bunch of pictures that are on the wall. And he's like on the ground or on the ceiling? On the ground. On the ground, okay. Yep, that's it. I'll just I'll just sign in. Okay. Um, signs in and says, okay. Um, let me just call ahead for you. Mm-hmm. You get a ringing phone. Um, I put away the earnings report. Okay. And you see that it's the front desk of the apartment building. Yes. Uh, Mix Ivy, uh, we have somebody down here that uh, wanted to speak to you. Uh, I guess it's a visitor named. Oh, I'm sorry. What would you mean? Mal. 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 It's Mal. Mal. Should I send him up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> hangs the phone up and says, you know. I know. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good morning. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I'll take this. <laughs> and hands him to you and watches you. And then he goes back to his... He goes it's back to his desk. that many floors up. It is a historical building Ooh. um but it is the penthouse like so come to think of it i don't think i've ever been inside your apartment i've been to this building before so when you reach the top floor surprised that worked <laughs> <laughs> yeah that felt more like a business than an actual building so it's kind of an unusual interaction between the person at the front desk of an apartment building yeah but, yeah yeah but um but as you reach the top floor it starts to really occur to you as the as the doors of the elevator open. It starts to really sink in. Which Ivy is fucking loaded. Yes. <laughs> this is the door nice is the, yeah, like the small glossed, like pristine tiles of like the nineteen forties, mm -hmm. like gracing the hallway. Um you and also they have see great taste too. It's so. also it's also incredibly convenient because because not only, like, you also know that this is not only stylish looking, but also incredibly convenient for a wheelchair user in that these these doors are styled in the 1940s fashion, so mm -hmm. the brass-handled doors are all about waist level mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. you. And they have these gorgeous, like, uh, like the apartment room numbers, but they also have some of these rooms have, like, frosted front doors leading into offices, but you see at the very end of the hall is the big suite where Ivy... McDermott makes, Preston makes their right? residence. Cool, cool, cool. I uh, see um, it now on the plaque. <laughs> Some of the uh, floor is noticeably slanted, and you can probably see just a little bit of signs that someone went to all the trouble of working with the city mm. in a historical building mm -hmm. to get it altered. Mm -hmm. And it got done. Yeah. yeah. That is the miracle. That's the table. <laughs> All you need to do That's is be a multimillionaire. Yeah. It's very easy. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I'll definitely make my way down this hall and like sort of cup the coffees and they've gotten cold at this point. And, but don't spill them. Uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> not. But looking down, like my grubby outfit and like worn sneakers do not fit this landscape at all. You're approaching the door greeting you stepping through the door is a very 
pristine-looking 1950s schoolteacher-like Geist, mm-hmm. um, whose head slightly hovers above what is probably their neck yeah. <laughs> underneath this long collar, um, looking again with that pristine jet black hair that's just perfectly oiled and like curved off to the side, with a very soft smile across these red lipstick uh, lips. Um, when she steps through the door, she doesn't look at you. She immediately looks at Lucky's rabbit foot. Mm-hmm. And you see this wash of, like, softness come over mm-hmm. her face as she spots your geist immediately. Lucky's rabbit's foot holds, arranges his mm-hmm. mask a little bit, shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done this a few times. It, you're, you're starting to get a feeling it's a nervous tick. Yep, the shifting the mask. The, the problem that you have with it every time he shifts the mask is you think you can hear things moving underneath. Um, it, it makes sounds that are disturbing mm-hmm. and slightly liquid in nature. So he just kind of just shifts it around. Um, slightly. Yeah, without actually doing yeah. the sound yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, please. Because, Thank you. Because I respect Sam and I didn't want to do earmuffs at this time. Thanks. So, um, uh, so um, a few moments later, mm. you having all the indication in the world that he's at the door because... Uh, Miss Lily stepped through the door. Um, the door swings open. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry, I just figured you'd be up, and I'm up, and I'm not normally up. And at that point, you see, beyond them, is a wall of glass that overlooks a vista of the Golden Gate Bridge peeking out from a cloudy... Whoa. Surface. I'll rush in. You can <laughs> go right see, to the window. You can see San Francisco. Whoa. This is this is the kind of place that my movie companies pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to film in. Without taking my eyes off the view. It was only the, the one, and we didn't have it crowded. <laughs> it was a bad Hugh Grant rom-com. It seemed gauche, honestly. And for some reason, it was a bunch of people who portrayed themselves as middle class, yet they were living like they were friends. Right. And they Somehow were... you can be a journalist and live in a setting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, without, <laughs> without taking my eyes off the view, I'll just hold my cup and like put one down like <laughs> out to offer. This is amazing. You get to look at this every day. Yeah. Oh, did you want this? <laughs> um, no, thank you. What How may you... I help you? Oh. Well, I... I... I assumed that, that something was wrong. Is everything okay with Becca? I thought it might have been a crisis oh. management issue. Sure, yeah. No, um... Yeah, I, I think everything is okay. Um, You've had to turn your notifications off. Yeah, I, <laughs> everything is going well, and I don't... <clears throat> exactly know how to handle success, but that's something else. I just, I thought we were friends, so I didn't have anyone else to talk to. But I can leave if you're busy. It's fine. You came all this way. Sit down. Yeah. Oh, okay. The two of you, as you're about to turn and move, are suddenly both sp- greeted with an image that causes you both to hesitate. Um, it's a quiet moment that you might have missed in your conversations with each other. But from behind, you both stop and see that silhouetted by this grand vista of the window is the geist of a school teacher or some woman holding the hand of a young, a young boy wearing a rabbit's mask. And the two of them are looking out over the city. 
it's the first time you've seen Loki's rabbit's foot engage with somebody who's not you without fear. Mm. And the two of them almost translucent, the light, the morning light cast through the both of them, whoever they must have been in life. There's an echo of familiarity. Maybe it's just as a commonality of the fact that she appears very motherly and he is a lost child of some kind. But you both hesitate as you spot this. Mm. Um, they are the only thing that betrays that you are looking at two living people is the fact that both of them are still on a level that only the dead can be as they gaze out the window. This is nice for me. Um, I don't feel the fear, and that's. I haven't felt that since. I haven't felt that in a while. As Lucky Rabbit's foot leans into Miss Lily a little bit, opposite roughly his height, I lean my head a little bit onto your elbow. I just gently lay my arm around. The four of you are having a moment, and you're kind of getting an idea also as to what immediately grabbed Rabbit's Foot attention. Mm -hmm. But as the four of you are gazing out this window, you realize that this is the first time you've looked over the vista of San Francisco and been able to see it through twilight. Mm -hmm. Because before you isn't just a bunch of buildings that normal people would see if they were flying overhead. You see both that which is and that which was. Buildings that burn to the ground. Um, skyscrapers that don't they don't look like that anymore they've either been upgraded or changed or like names have switched over you see wide city streets in some areas where things have become docks um and every now and then looking into the streets below you think you see things through the fog like a carriage being drawn by a horse that does not look like it's from this time period you're catching a snapshot of san francisco's ages past things that have long since died and vanished from the cityscape um and it blends in and out as the morning fog begins to burn away mm. um it never occurred to you before how much how in, how how much history has passed through the city i mean i know they get, that money doesn't buy happiness but this is this is pretty great <laughs> <sighs> It buys its way out of rather a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry. I was cranky earlier. I got no sleep and a very bad email last night. So, um, Do you want to talk about it? Or not? My wife's company's failing. Are you still a part of that? I'm on sabbatical. I trusted people to run it while I was not able to, and I don't know that they even see what the problems are, but they sent me their earnings reports, and it's a matter of time, and well, it was the thing we built together. I can tell you, well, right now I'm experiencing some success, which is out of my comfort zone. I'm like an expert at failure. And so 
I think this might be a good thing. From where I'm standing, this might be a bit of closure. Closing up some loose ends, tying everything up. Just because a company fails doesn't mean that you did or she did. It's a piece of her and I don't have any others. And I don't know where those others are and we're not working on it, are we? I know I'm not the only person in the world. I know depression makes one selfish sometimes. But it hurts. Yeah. Very badly. And that's all real. And that's what you're feeling. But I know that of all people, you're the one that's going to bounce back the hardest. <laughs> I'm not though. You know, if we hadn't had this experience with... I know, you wouldn't talk to me. <laughs> I was just I was just thinking, the, the grieving widower and, and the medium. It would seem like a scam. Well, I mean, I have to be real with you. It was for a long time, and it still kind of is. But I just want to help people. And if I can provide a little bit of hope is that so wrong but what I have with you because of what we've been through there's no bullshit there's no veneer there's no filter we have to share information to survive in this world and there's no point in telling you that it'll all be okay or that she's in a better place because we both know that that's bullshit but I can tell you that we're dealing with tangible things and we're dealing with real people and that's all that we have to go on at this moment. We can't deal with the what ifs or collapsing of an entity or something that represents money. Like money is bullshit and we know that now. Did you talk about that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't want to get hit. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? <clears throat> the last piece of your wife isn't some company that has her name. The last piece of your wife is in you. And how would she want you to use that? last piece of my wife is out there somewhere, and Sam McGee saw You think I'm some kind of naive, grieving widower? I don't think that, but it's okay that you think I think that. <clears throat> but she does have an unfinished business. She had me, and I came back for her. And you're important enough to be worth coming back for. But we don't know how any of this works. And the only way that we can find out is just to keep going. Because the more people we help, the more we find out. The more rules we learn. The more places we go. 
didn't do it for him. I have to to make up for what I did. I have to help people, really help them. No bullshit. Some of these spirits, they hurt people. They don't know what they're doing. It's helping both those in Twilight and still alive. But that's me. What do you want to do? I know what you want to say. But really, what do you want to do? I'm going to find her. I believe you. There is very good coffee in the kitchen if you'd like some. Oh, yes, please. Oh my god, this stuff is terrible. <laughs> you are insulting Sal's coffee. <laughs> it's just because it's cold. <laughs> fucking excuse me. <laughs> Who taught you that word? Um, okay, so uh, as the two of you move into the kitchen, um, if y'all are ready for it, we can do a scene jump to the. Yes, we'll assemble. The, yeah, assembling <laughs> in the Avengers Hall, as it were, <laughs> um, the shop. Um, so we'll say around uh, 9.45, 10 o'clock in the morning, I suppose. Can we have anything before the panel is that do we need to coordinate for? Not really. Or do we need to just meet in Oakland in uh, the evening? Uh, that's correct. Um, yeah. But my understanding is um, that the, the man is going to, um, Darren, is going to respawn. respawn. Um, at like six thirty, <laughs> while our lesson is at six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coordinating how we're planning on handling that before ish, ish exactly six thirty ish. So it's sort of that reason sort of that we're now meeting in the sunrise shop. I, I would say yeah, we're we're meeting in the shops precisely for that. If we want to meet closer to the time, we can absolutely do that. But I think that meeting. Yeah, no, we're going up. to meet early and wonderful. Then have the option of those who have to go to Oakland not. Crossing the Bay Bridge in traffic. I love that idea. <laughs> That's thinking. <laughs> I was only five, but I remember sitting in a car for a long time. <laughs> I mean, one can also bark to these things, and That's it is true. a good idea. Yeah. Um, but also a bark. <laughs> so we'll we'll do the assemble then, yeah. as yes. you all manage to come together. Let's go beer. Now, that's new. Um, this is an open business day, mm-hmm. so the sign is flipped, and you do have customers coming in and coming out. Mm-hmm. Now, it might be that the nature of your shop, Betha, is something that helps people cope with it, but you definitely get a sense that with all of you gathered here and your guys in attendance, mm-hmm. um, that... The living that pass through here, shopping and looking for goods, may not know that they're aware of something, but are apparently feeling a bit. Some of them are having that 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 subtle sort of background effect where you know you're about to enter a haunted house, and so you're either like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, or or you're excited, like, mm-hmm. oh this is kind of cool. Like there's obviously a very Subtle background effect taking place as people are passing through here. Yeah, some definitely of plays exciting. it up. Yeah, some of it definitely plays okay. it up for the customers. Like, um, oh, do you do you feel that as you walk in? <laughs> no other store, uh, no other holistic and spiritual working store in all of San Francisco can you actually 
feel the energy change when you walk in. You know what makes it better if you buy uh, some of our crystals. Uh, we have a sale right now, actually. Buy two, you get your third one half off. At this point, you hear like the ding-ling-ling of a door opening. Okay. Uh, and in comes Mal lugging this like card table that's folded up. And he's like, hey, Betha. And I just walk over to the, the corner and start like setting it up very rather loudly. I'm just holding the door and trying not to get involved in that entire <laughs> mess. Uh, we took our car. Yeah. Well. Uh, and then uh, I just, I wanted to be able to talk about stuff. So, um, and I just scatter some dice on the table. Uh, you know, game stuff. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, then, indeed. Uh, well, we'll we'll discuss that then. We'll just set up here. Right. Uh, copier's still going. It's mm-hmm. just it has stopped. Stopped. How many yeah. times has it jammed? Because yeah. it's a copier, <laughs> but it's also industrial, and we just uh, started. <laughs> yeah. I understand, friend. Um, I think I think that we're about to hit our first jam in like the next like ten minutes or so. Maybe call it when it happens. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I need the sheet um, music. Julia's running. Uh, Julia's running cash register. <laughs> okay. Juliet, I don't remember asking you to buy a copier. Uh, no, I was proactive. What are you copying anyways? um, I'll grab one of them. Yeah, what am I copying anyways? Um, I think it's something really dull. Um, just let's just, it's like Flyers for the store? What? Flyers for the store? Yes, flyers for the store. That's what it is. Uh, I mean, we're we're having this wonderful two, three for two sale. And no one told Uh, you not to use Comic Sans ever? Why are uh, you in charge of graphic design? I, you know, I just took How a shot in the dark. How many of these are you making? Um, we're we're about up to, I mean, seven thousand. But like you know, New York is a, I mean, not New York. San Francisco is a big <sighs> big city. You fill the so, rainforest. Um, seven thousand um, flyers. It's it's well, that should bring recycle. in a lot of business actually. <laughs> we're gonna have these, to help the ghosts exactly. of these trees. Exactly. <laughs> Mostly tree farms uh, these days for paper. Julia's bad at lying. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'll never get that many distributed. It's it's um you know but I'm gonna could, try. We could stop by this point though. I just I, mean, I just I think we I just think we need lot. a few more and the jams. <laughs> <laughs> um and and Juliet goes over and picks it. Um, okay. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go handle that. <laughs> and just um, and she she hands Mal the flyers. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're still hot. <laughs> right, nice dude. When, when you smell these, does it make you think of anything? Uh, yeah, fire. It's this is hot and burning. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Yes. I guess that makes sense. You and can't... then she wants to fix the work on fixing the jam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you pop this thing open and meet like the heat just hitting you in the face as you pull this printer open. That's not good. This, this copy machine. She, um, Julia. So um, I think there's there's the part of Juliet that is actually like the part that when I took an investigative prodigy, prodigy that she is very much like like she loves this like mystery solving stuff like deep down she's like on the surface she's like I'm from improper but inside she's like I'm Nancy Drew <laughs> um, and on so the inside. on right. the inside <laughs> it's, it's thinly well she's a world's worst liar um, so like this this blast of heat comes out and she like looks at Ticking Man and she's just kind of like trying to waft <laughs> some of the smell at him to see if he reacts yeah <laughs> Juliet he? are you okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, like the question that answers itself. <laughs> Tiggy Man doesn't react 
he just grins at you like a Miyazaki character. Oh my god. And just kind of stands there watching you do this. Otherwise, doesn't really have much of a reaction. Uh... Juliet shudders because it is very creepy. Um, and um, she's like, okay, maybe maybe that was the worst idea. Maybe I just bought a copier for no reason. Uh, what um, did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> the rules of acquisition are about to start making yeah. appearance. Um, nothing. All sales are final. I double checked this morning. <laughs> okay, so you bought this How copier. Was the piano? And it How was the piano? I'm trying what? to pivot. I'm trying to pivot. <laughs> you say out loud. <laughs> Wondering if the pivot joke is going to come up because it was talked about. Is it not happening? What? Okay, no, it's not happening. So there was a there was a when we first started playing this game, you guys were going to make a pivot joke about friends, and I guess it's not happening. We even just said the word pivot. Oh, oh my god, I don't remember this. And pivot. How was how was? I could have just left that buried. How was? Piano. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Ivy. Uh, the piano that is in progress, you know, that's kind of a uh, what's like what do you say a loading a loading situation. How is Bo? Uh, why would you why would you why would you ask that? I, I mean, don't know. Where, where is, is always, Bo right now? Bo is having a break. Okay. So okay, you know, just there there were a lot of things that were attached to memories of Bo with. Piano playing, also involving his family and family death, and did not take that into consideration when I. I'm sorry. Just what had you deliver a piano to my place and Bo's family's death? Yes, it was a, a vision that I had with Bo. It was um, reliving some of his memories. Uh, it happened right before the <clears throat> very unfortunate whiskey incident. Uh, oh my God! Yes, yes. It. Do it you was quite traumatic. Feel different for knowing? Well, I might have gone in the wrong direction with having a piano delivered to my place, or it might be a blessing in disguise. I don't know. I mean, at least the you know the piano can be refunded, unlike this copier that you're trying to make me not pay I attention to. I paid for the to. copier by myself. I didn't charge it to the store at all. Well, at least there's that. Um. But now it's just no, a no. I, here. I think you might be the first one to remember, and nothing's different. In what way? I I don't know. I just thought things would be different if we remembered. But I guess remembered our guys's history. Yeah. Well, it is a little different for me. I'm able to understand though. A little bit better. Um, I mean, we'll see where that goes. The efforts that I had taken before then were just fruitless, you know, for naught. But sometimes life is that way. But, yeah, I, I don't have any particular things to go off of with, though. Like, I can't tell you a region or a family name. It's It was just experiences. And... He's still here, and you're still here, and... Yes, but like I said, uh, Bo is taking some time right now. Okay. But don't worry, he's he's nearby, just... I understand. Sometimes you just can't be near what frustrates you, which is me. Julia just looks indignantly 
And then she goes back to fixing the coffee. Oh, actually, Julia, if we could, like, gather around, we have a story to tell, he says while looking at a customer. <laughs> <laughs> this customer is just looking at, like, one of these Pema Chodron books and just goes... <clears throat> just a story to tell. Gather gather around the table. Oh. Juliet's so bad at being <laughs> this... telegraphed, so she, she's fixing this copier. Then... Do you work here? Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, sometimes... I have, you may know me from YouTube. No, okay. No, uh, well, sorry, I, um, I, I play Dungeons and Dragons. Do you know here. Bendy Becca? No, sorry. No, okay, just never mind. Book shopping. Yes, no worries. In fact, uh, we have a couple of first editions that are closer to the back if you wanted to take a look at those. I'm not a collector, just, just book shopping. Okay. Well, enjoy yourself. And then also, with any purchase, you get some incense free. Oh. Yes. Great. One stick per customer. Okay. So it's like a sample? Yes. Of course. A sample. Great. Okay. Thank you. But also three flyers. (laughs) You hand him three flyers. (laughs) This gentleman looks it over for a sec. Guy's probably in his late 40s, graying, like, very short uh, beard, um, dressed like like a school teacher, kind of (laughs) using him these flyers. He just says, thank you. You're welcome. Great. So we will let you shop now. <coughs> yes. Yes. And he beelines for the door. Great. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Oh, wonderful. So Thank you. Mal takes four, like, uh, D10s. Just okay. anything. Okay. Uh, and says, okay, so are we doing A team, B team? Or no, let's do A team Mal, and team can one. You, can you let me know what in the world that you are doing right now? I mean, I'm... I'm We've got to do a lot of stuff tonight right in, okay in the game and i thought that we might be able to divide and conquer right if we're worried about uh darren resurfacing or respawning back at the location maybe team one could be there to make sure that sam doesn't get a hold of him or right. endanger him in some way but team a needs to be at the piano lesson and could maybe gather some information or put the story together oh Okay, I, I see what you're doing now. So we're not we're not actually playing a game with dice. Yes, we are actually playing a game oh, with dice. Ivy's low key googling like <laughs> these dice and trying to figure out from context what's going on without like <laughs> yeah. before we get to the stage where we actually ask is... what what is this D10 nonsense? No, it's it's you. This is <laughs> let me you. Google that for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Juliet is trying to pre- appear present, but she's still working on the copy. Ah. <laughs> there are only three places that it can be. <clears throat> Well, um, yeah. obviously I would have Just to be at the piano lesson since yeah. I'm the student, mm-hmm. but if, for instance, Sam ends up, Sam McGee ends up being there, mm. you know, at um, Golden Gate Park, mm. then you would probably want uh, the ticking man mm-hmm. to also be um, there. So I would I, I don't that think violence you... is the answer for this. No, it's more of intimidation. Or, or defense. It's, yes, it's, it's, um... You know, uh, like an arms war where you just, you have to keep on, you have to show your arms sometimes. And you, when, when you say that, you could see that Juliet just like doesn't really like that. Um, we need to well, think about Darren's it this tank. way. If Sam is there, would Can you Can we want... maybe vote on it? Yes, I vote that you come with me. Okay, but all all in favor of Juliet and Tiki Man not going and not using intimidation or violence, raise their hands. Oh god, majority rules. Okay. You can be the purple one. Um, okay. 
I'll be the blue one. Okay. Team A will go to the spot and see if we can protect Darren McAfee. And then also I can use um, one of my haunts to make sure that, well, I can see other locations and uh, I can make certain that you will be all right, well, at least for when you arrive until I then have to do the piano lesson. Also, let's, everybody, let's just set our phones to record the whole time. That way we can get information that we might miss from the lesson or can record any encounters that we might have at the spot. Yeah. Uh, Ivy will start setting up a, like a Discord voice channel mm. or oh. something so that way we can just live check in on each other. Yeah, we'll just it. all use Juliet. our phones that we all definitely still have. Um, <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. And Juliet is already halfway to the cash register desk. And she's 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 in the midst of like pulling out like four walkie talkies. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you also just bought. Yeah. <laughs> just and throw it like, in the cart. Oh no no just just never mind never mind. But they're like childish walkie talkies. So she's mm. like, oh no, the phones are actually probably a better idea. <laughs> yep. Okay, we're going phones. We're going phones. I'm just picturing you like sliding into fa- uh, like, into the frame like Marty McFly and Back to the Future yeah. Two. Doc doc. Yeah. <laughs> Um, way very enthusiastic about this whole yeah. keeping contact thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. If the two of you are going to where Darren might be, I realize there's one thing that he mentioned to the two of us early on that might add some context for you. Mm. The first thing he ever said to us was, Bookie left me. Mm-hmm. And he died of alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. A chronology suggests something. Wait, do you think the bookie bookie never made it to the meeting? Or went there, broke up with him, and drank himself to death. Oh no. Yeah. But then what does Michelle have to do with this? We have to figure That's out what, what Bookie's name yeah. is. Faith and I have to find out. That's what we will find out. In fact, um, and Ivy, there's something that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, You know, traffic can be a bit crunchy around the time that we're going to be going to the meeting. So I thought... Yes, I think the um, park's a much better idea. Oh, oh, I was thinking a helicopter. What? I'm sure that you have one of those. We could pop that over there. I mean, probably have a fleet of helicopters. I've always wanted to travel. There aren't convenient... The accessibility around helipads is frankly a nightmare because of roof access rarely being wheelchair accessible. Oh, well, well damn. It, the bar it sounds came up fun, a couple though. months ago. I think that they would do better about that. <laughs> you can use my park pass. Yeah. <laughs> That's very kind of you, but mine is discounted now. Fair. Uh. Valid. <laughs> um, the Bart. Alas, no fun. Well, yeah, not this time. Um, Bethes. Unless you count Civic Bo? Center Station as fun. Bo's here. <laughs> Bo is moving about. I mean, typically what happens every now and then when you all glance over at your guys, they'll be engaged in some kind of behavior that is very reminiscent of what you see the dead do sometimes. Sometimes they literally just wonder. Mm. Um, you, it's, it's difficult to really describe what it is, the sensations and feelings you get from them. But sometimes they just need to move, mm. and they'll float through things. 
or walk through things or they'll stare or interact with something without actually touching it. Um, Bo at this point is doing something very similar where he's literally just has his arms folded into like, I mean, he looks like literally like a, like a shroud of inky blackness that has the upper torso of a gentleman in a business suit sticking out the top of it, which is a little more cloudy than he normally looks. And he's just pacing back and forth towards the back of the shop near some living customers who are of course completely unaware that there's such a thing happening. Um, but every now and then one of them just goes, <laughs> as they're reading their books. Um, before we leave, um, I don't know if you have anything now, but do you have any sort of essence-filled object that we maybe could lure the spirit away from the spot Oh, with? quite definitely. I have a small collection of things that I've been keeping off to the side, whether you know we need it to uh, grease a few wheels in the underworld and whatnot. The wheel whatnot. needs greasing now, I think. Uh, yes, let me go look at my collection and see what I can have for you, just in case you need it to lure there in some way. Ivy pops a saucy wheelie to himself that doesn't say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> saucy? <laughs> um, you know the saucy. <laughs> so we'll say that you actually have some items in a case. <clears throat> um, and some of these little items, we'll say, is like has some minor essence attached to them. Um, these are items that if you took with you into the underworld, they might be valuable to, say, the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, here in the in Twilight, they are uh, a little less relevant um, because these are very minor. Like, each item probably has an essence attached to it. Right, but um, it's better than no essence. It's true. <laughs> a lot of these items are remembrances or, like, little, little, uh, little like, pieces of memorabilia from other lives and whatnot. Wouldn't be as powerful as to call them anchors, but all of them had an emotional significance to whoever once owned them. These little baubles, uh, a small key, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's not going to be as good as the rose that I had before, but, yeah. you know, she opens up the case. And we're like, well, actually, you can have your, your pick with this. There's a broken pocket watch. Mm. Uh, and here I have a uh, pearl necklace. It's missing some of the pearls on it but it's tied off so it shouldn't miss anymore hmm. uh type of a thing let's see uh also have a wallet it's uh you know it's a little broken I'll take but the it's wallet. watch the watch graduation I'll gift take College the watch remember? i'll take the watch oh okay. uh juliet yes do you want to hang on to this I tend and then also, if, if in your travels yeah. you find something else that I can use so I'm not just missing that from my collection, I would appreciate it. You know, it's, I, it's difficult for me to give things away. Of course. No. For the greater good. Oh, uh, no, right. Ooh, greater good. Big, big picture. Mm. Big picture. But if you run across something, just bring it back. Sure. Or if you don't use that, bring it back. Understood. Okay. Um. A perception check from everybody would be very useful right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. Also, just Nothing as a note, um, no. Lucky Rabbit's Foot has a an ability that's up that has negative two dice to any perception on them. Okay. Um, perception. Roll a few perception. Yeah, Wits what is resolve. the combo? Wits resolve. Wits resolve. Wits resolve. Mm-hmm. Wits and resolve. Ooh, that explodes. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Two successes. Three, okay. Four, five. Nada. 
<laughs> you, it's okay. You're, you're pretty intensely like talking yeah. about. You have value. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, three successes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everyone but Xander. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, that's what you get for making fun of Sal's coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I didn't realize. Oh. Yeah, just curious. Just follow, it's going to follow you around now. Oh, no. Um, what have I done? So it happens kind of one at a time as y'all are having a discussion. But one of you looks up and one of you catches the other one looking up, which causes them to look up. And it just has this domino effect. There is a gentleman that has walked in, um, was one of the many customers, and not particularly, uh, doesn't really stand out. Um, He is dressed rather slick. He has a black button-up shirt, um, collar with a dark blue tie. Um, He's not not wearing a coat over that, wearing dress slacks that are also black, with a black belt and black glossed shoes. Um, He, uh, uh, Looks to be uh, probably mixed heritage, mm-hmm. uh, African American, um, and uh, Asian, mm-hmm. and is um, standing in the doorway, uh, just a few feet away from the front door. Um, you've never seen this gentleman before, um, and you would have recognized him because he has very handsome features. He's very chiseled. He looks very like and he looks like he's in good shape. He, um, the only indication of, of his age is just the couple of white streaks that he has forming just above the back of the ears, um, and his hair is combed. He looks like he is either somebody who is dressed uh, like uh, what, like he, maybe he works in tech or something. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say, but the reason why he stands out particularly to you is because. He is staring right at Miss Ivy and Miss, uh, I'm sorry, Miss Lily. I always get, see, you named Ivy and Lily, and so my head goes to plants, yeah. and then I get them switched. Yeah. <laughs> so he is gazing oh, no, right. Can I do a theme? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, so um, staring right at Miss Lily, and Miss Lily is staring right back at him. And he is looking at her like he clearly sees her. And he looks like he's pulling something out of his pocket. Looks like a a journal or something. Some kind of like leather book as he's opening it up and staring at her. I'm going to roll up hello and welcome to Kalina's Crystals. May I help you? He glances down at you. And you see some recognition pass over his face as he spots you. And he closes the book slowly and he Uh, I think so. We have a broad selection. Would you like to come in? No. No, I think I'm fine. Um, And that's when you see the recognition on his face. Go ahead and make a wit's empathy check. Mm -hmm. And at about this point, You'll, you'll notice that no one's really listening to you anymore. I, know. I noticed. Like, what, what? Um, so the ten sides, that's why it's called a deep... No one? No one? Three. He sees everyone else in this room as well. Yeah. He, his eyes fall upon Bo, and they just gro- glance across. And he, he lowers his eyes for a second, and he says, Forgive me, I did not know this was a... 
I did not know this was someone's turf, I should say. Oh, it's called an RPG. Uh, it stands for Role Playing Game. Are you calling out to him yeah. from across the room? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he glances at you and he looks at the rest of you, and you see this recognition come over his eyes, and he says, My apologies. I thought I was walking into a simple store. I shall respect this space and bid you a good day. Becca walks up behind uh, Ivy. And as you approach, he says, he looks at all of you and says, Forgive me. I did not realize this was a sanctum, as it were, or whatever it is you <laughs> choose to call it. I thought I was simply walking into a place of business. Do you play? How, how do you see them? I have the sight. I'm Mal. Malcolm. Malcolm. My name is Leonard. Leonard. Please call me Leo, of course. Nice to meet you, Leo. It is nice to meet you, Malcolm. I'm Betha. I'm the proprietor of Craven Crystals. You own this um, place, thank you. Yes, one of three locations to, to be decided. Oh, that makes more sense. Wait, um, no, Leo, uh, we, uh, how are you? When you say turf, you mean there are other players of the role-playing role game? Mal, drop, drop, mm. the, drop the gaming references. Should we close the store? If he wants to go, he can go. We, we should, can I have, <clears throat> can I have your number? Oh, wow, that's forward. We, I need, we need uh, more players. Can I All do, the time. Um, what would you like to do? Can I do like a sense motive on this Sure. Guy? Yeah. <laughs> what am I rolling for that? That would be a wit sympathy check. You're I was hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Again, with the wit sympathy, you're really trying to get an idea of what, or you can do perception I just as want well. to know if this man perception is a danger friend or foe. Like, that's okay. a like, like danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Inside friend. So I'm rolling seven dice. Wow. So, you know how we like you're kind of just on a different sight line and can be a little discreet about things sometimes? Uh-huh. I want to just take a picture <laughs> on my phone of his face so that, you know, that's we gonna can be That's going to be a okay. subtle One, little... Two, that's going to yes, be a subtle going to be, uh, Six successes. Six successes. <laughs> so exceptional there successes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let me get Sam's role here in just oh, one yeah, second. Yeah, absolutely. Then, so, okay, this is all, this narration is all going to be happening at the same yep. time as you're going to be uh, experiencing the results of okay. yours. Willpower in, okay. Mm-hmm. That's Ooh, a pop. Yep, that's there's two there's, pops. Well, that's good because, yeah. Okay. All right, good. Yeah, two. Two successes. All right. Get a picture. Um, all right. You. With, with exceptional successes, which in, in, in for our audience at home, in Chronicles of Darkness, five or more successes is essentially a critical hit. You got six. Um, so you this is all the information you're going to get. Okay. Um, it's subtle. And it's subtle in the way that it's being handled very professionally and very contained. Mm-hmm. But you begin to pick up on some nuances to his attitudes, the way he's moving. I mean, you're... Your, your insight into investigation, that little quirky part of your brain mm. that seems to pick up on all the little bitty things that happen that sometimes most people miss, that can telegraph things like somebody's emotional state or what their motivation is, what they're interested in, where their eyebrows quirk or 
how they move their lips when they're saying something, little facial tics that give away what someone's states are. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just leaves you with an impression that you're able to put together. As everyone is starting to talk to him, something begins to occur to you about this gentleman. Mm -hmm. um, you wanted to know if he was friend or foe. Mm -hmm. What you're getting a sense of is that he doesn't know that yet. Okay. He's not sure if he is your friend or your foe. Mm -hmm. um, and you also get a sense that having spot two dread geists and two others behind him, mm -hmm. he is not afraid. Yeah. Which is disconcerting. As though maybe he has seen this before or he is given even other cause to not fear. Mm -hmm. um, could be that he's just playing his cards right now. But it is notable that he is not losing his shit right now. He has mentioned that he has the sight, yeah. which would indicate that he has seen the dead before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But from what y'all know, being nine months into your being into your bound, mm -hmm. your contract, as it were, with the geist, um, geists are something completely different. Mm -hmm. A ghost is one thing, but a geist is a miniature death god. Mm -hmm. It is essentially a it, it is a manifestation of an evolved ghost that has drank from the waters of the underworld. It is more than just a floating apparition. A geist is something very much more. And even to those of the second sight, the spot of a geist would probably disturb them. Um, especially when one of them looks like Ticking Man. Yeah. Um, however, he is very composed. Um, and something about him rubs you very wrong. Damn it. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. It's not the Sam McGee kind of sensation mm -hmm. where you feel like you're in the presence of a predator, okay. someone who's immediately dangerous to all of you, mm -hmm. but instead you get the impression whatever he is or whatever he does, you just, it doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, I he's, mean, he's still in the vicinity, right? Yes, and so, let me just say yeah. this too, yeah. that as a member of the Bound, if mm -hmm. you come across somebody else who is like you, mm -hmm. you can sense it immediately. Yeah. He is very much alive. Yeah. Oh. 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 So can I have your number? Um, okay. What was, yeah, we'll get to that mm -hmm. in a second. What was I your check? So, but remind me what your check oh, was. Um, I was. I was just trying to discreetly snap a shot, snap a shot so that okay. Uh, I have... Okay. So that we do the thing and I... Okay. I think we should find out things. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. He is. You um, know, it. You say that you have the sight, but <clears throat> as far as I know, we're the only ones around San Francisco that have these type of ghosts, but you seem to be extremely comfortable. Even if I had the sight and walked around, I'd be shitting my pants right now. I, too, have made observations about you. You apparently don't know what you're doing. Well, now, spotted. This well is spotted. not meant as an insult. Mm -hmm. It is not. And you've seen ones that do know what they're doing, then? You have some type of comparison? Not necessarily a comparison, no. Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you so much for your time, and I'm sorry to have invaded your space. It was not intentional. I think you knew what you were doing when you came here. I think so, too. I'm all right with leaving you with your opinions and impressions. Listen, I don't think like that. I don't think that at all. I just wanted your phone number to talk about other stuff, because I'm really interested. And like you said, we're kind of playing it by ear, and someone who could... No. Listen, it wouldn't help to have a dungeon master. Oh, you're, you're, you and your games. This How? is gaming time. How long, if you don't mind my asking, has this been your situation? We do Listen, mind but, but, you asking I that. will answer your questions. No, we won't. I will. No. For one digit at a time of your phone number. What? Now. I've set my I, rules. I, I think maybe we should close the shop and actually have a conversation. Yes, if you want to get right on that, Juliet. One digit for one answered question. We're This is a busy shopping day. We are not closing the shop down. That's what Our we're, we're not closing the shop for. down. Upstairs. Up, upstairs. Upstairs. That's what the lounge area is for. To join us. No. Forgive me. No. Aside from wanting to respect your space, I am feeling somewhat unwelcome this point. I think it would be best if I go. If you would like to communicate again, I would be happy to come by some other time. Alright, then leave us a card, and we can communicate with you. I know where to find you. Uh-huh. Do you want my well, number? Then... No, thank you. Alright, then. Have a good day. Yes. Be on your way, then. Here's a flyer. I'm fine. <laughs> he glances back up and Lily's looking at him suspiciously as he looks back at her. And the way he looks at her. He the way he looks at her. Um oh. it is It's not good. He glances at her like he's seen something that pleases him as he pivots on his foot and pushes out through the door and puts his hand in his pockets very casually and begins to move down the streets of San Francisco. Mm -mm -mm. Well, I did not like that. I you guys, like that we, either. we need to make friends. Mal, you need to you need to read the room right now. Should we have right let him get Mal. away so easily? I'm going to text that picture to my admin. Not everyone okay. is our friend. But we can't um, attack everybody that comes in. <laughs> okay, about five minutes will pass as this yes. conversation is happening when you hear when a, a reply text says, is this someone you want me to look for? Urgently, thank you. Um, um, information, background. Okay. Uh, we don't need a full tale, but movements wouldn't hurt. Did it? Um, if you're feeling ambitious. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, Juliet, you, you read it. You read Did that, right? You, uh, um, Juliet's in her phone, um, and let me know if I back can on her phone. So um, it's also important to know that the yeah. information I gave you has not been presented to everyone. It has else. not been presented so to everyone you else. You are yet. the only person that knows the insights you uncovered just now. Right, and uh, like I think that she wants to communicate this to everyone, but like also like when when uh, the anxiety hits, like it does, she's like, I got to do one thing at a time. And so <laughs> he's uh, so he's walked out the door, and she's like. Okay, that's the first thing. And so if if you'll let me, um, did it look like other people in the store could see him as well? Yeah. Can I get that? So other people then people were glancing over in your Okay, great. So other people could see him. Can I can can I get my driver, the one that usually drives us around, to follow him? 
Uh, yeah, you can put that call in. Yeah, I would love to put that but, call but in. But I, I will go ahead and give you the, the heads up. It's going to be tricky following somebody on the streets of San Francisco who's walking on the sidewalk. Is, is it possible I can roll for that? Like, <laughs> like how, how would that work? Um, you like a resources roll? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, such things are in progress. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, are they this, like, would they be the same things? Because we could get a location for him and his background? Or do you think we'll get the same? They are both uh, fewer than three dot resource okay, roles, fair. which, fair. Um, Valid. If, if it's uh, two fewer than your total mm-hmm. resource dots, you can spam it? Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Apparently, I- Ivy's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a possibility to have a lucky rabbit's foot? Tail someone. Listen, I'm not talking about other things. I don't. No, listen. I do not the like the vibe that it got off that guy. It's it. It was like Sam McGee, but not. But and I like, don't care. We need to start. No, he was bad news. We should like we need to figure out what he was about. And if, if and we can't do that if we're not in his inner circle. Like, listen, I understand. No, then I let's find you. a way now, to like get him. Just reading his general aura, and I don't mean as in a mystical way, just the way that he stood and the way that he talked, I don't think this is someone that we want to be friends with. I think this is someone that should be kept at arm's distance. I don't have a lot to base that on, but, you know, I date a lot I in think San it's Francisco, too soon to and make... just saying, oh, I, I would do a pass on that one. I don't think that that is the type of man that would call you afterwards, to be completely honest. No, you're not understanding what I'm saying. We don't have any other resource besides some looping ghosts. If there's someone from another perspective, someone that has a different gift than ours, it's in our interest to at least be in contact with them. Or stop him from causing more trouble. I do not like the way he looked at Miss Lily. That. He looked at her. I didn't like it. Yeah, well, they're scary, okay? They're all scary. Everything about his exchange when he came in reminded you of somebody who walked in. He reminded you of somebody who hunts lions and walked in on a lion's den. Oh, no. And was tiptoeing back out. Yes, who who hunts lions. That's the impression. That that sensation of like, ah, sorry, my mistake. And you invited him in. Um, yeah. Not a... No, I'm not blaming you. I just, I, I'm putting, I'm putting well, pieces I'll together. Well, I'll blame you then. <laughs> no, don't. No one's getting blamed. We need to make sure that we're well, safe. He's from not. This. He's not understanding. He what? wants to call him up and you know bring him round for tea, and that's this just not that dynamic. I'm not going to throw away a resource just because you get a bad vibe. Okay. I'm, he didn't seem threatening. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm I just, have a geist that is. I'm not saying we throw away the resources. I, I'm just saying that we, we um. Let's let's just be careful around him. Let's be careful around him, and like let's let's figure out what his deal is because if we can get some understanding of what he's about, then maybe we can protect ourselves. Well, knowledge but, is power, yes. Yes. I'm just saying, yes. if we want to be real players in this, and I'm not using the metaphor anymore, if we want to not seem like we're not do know what we're doing anymore we need resources we need to understand we need research i think that we're i think doing we're on the just same page. fine this one dude walks in and says that we don't know what we're doing and then all of a sudden you're like oh we don't know what we're doing we know what we're doing enough we don't know what we're doing betha we don't know what we're doing don't take that tone of voice with me now well it's the only way that i can get you to listen to me that's also true then what do you want to do 
I'm just saying, the next time that we come across somebody, maybe we don't make snap judgments and give away our hand right away. It wasn't a snap judgment. All right, keep a poker face in future. A good action item that I think we can all agree on. Yes, and also, don't go in for a hug. You know, just when you meet someone, try to get their number right away. I mean, for one, you know, they like the hunt. Don't criticize Malcolm's game. Well, was it a game, though? It's not I think games. he's better at the other kinds of gaming. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that much about anyone's personal life here. Anyway, no. Lucky Rabbit's foot won't tra- trail somebody. It's too scary. So a lot of you take a breath after a few moments. As this is now the second encounter of somebody who's wandered into your group. I don't like and him. I don't like him. So far, your encounters with people that are not like you have not been positive. No. <laughs> um, we're going to take a 10 minute break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cool off. So we, yeah. so we will be back in 10 minutes, everybody, to continue the story as we decompress and check in with each other. And we will uh, see you then. Don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back, everybody. Took a little bit of a break there, and um, unfortunately, Sam went into the underworld. So, oh, no, uh, you know. we got to go get them. Uh, I mean, this game was getting really meta before we went to break. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, sorry, everybody, if you were tuning in to see Sam tonight. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, we told them not to do this. Sorry, Miss Lily's filling in. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, they'll be back. But um, we're going to go ahead and jump back into the game uh, for right now because we already have the party splitting and doing two separate things at the moment. So uh, before we get to tonight's scene where y'all are going to be making your way to the piano lesson, let's go ahead and decide who would like to go first and what scene would you like to initiate? Uh, Well, I think uh, probably they should go first, but I want to to do my haunt. Okay. Um, Eyes in the painting. Um, casting a boneyard over Golden Gate Park to be able to see what is going on, see, feel, taste, smell. Now you have to be in Golden Gate Park to initiate that ability, correct? It doesn't look like that in the manual. I, I'm going to rule that you, you have to be there to project your plasm into that area. Okay, then it's only, uh, what, a mile yeah, away it's not, from the it's store, not that far so from it's y'all. not a... It's not that far from yeah. y'all. You've got some prime real estate near Golden Gate Park. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, so then you two are going to go first? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so while you're off getting ready to do that, as you need to do it. What time are you saying? Sam! Get out of the underworld. Underworld, my yes. dude! <laughs> you did it. Tell a ghost story. Oh, man. Yeah, we started. You were in the, un- you were in the underworld, and we, like... Tabletop role-playing. <laughs> Not actual poltergeist shit, Sam. My god. I'm just method, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, what are you t- what are you two doing? Um, about what time is it? Uh, let's see. The morning activities, everything that happened. I would probably put this around two thirty in the afternoon, unless okay. I want to stretch so it out. So we've, we've got, got some, time. some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm calling up the car, and we're gonna go to Golden Gate Park. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so all three of you are going to Golden Gate Park then. Yeah. It sounds like. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, I and don't have to go too far in it. Just. In the general That's correct. location. Yeah. yeah. And just sort of, just where y'all spotted him mm-hmm. the first time is kind of where you need to go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are you up to? Are you just going and tagging along with everybody? With the rest I'll of the crew? I'll work on gathering uh, background on Michelle Curiel. 
Okay. Uh, there's a little bit more that we can try to do about this person. And also about uh, Darren, the more information that we can get, um, we still have yet to pull any coroner's reports um, or anything official other than the school records directly. Let's start with that, and then we'll just move our uh-huh. way as y'all are in journey to Golden Gate Park. Uh, so mm-hmm. you hold down the shop. So with the two of you <laughs> leaving, you're going to be closing the shop again. Am I, t- yes. am I correct? Yes, unless Ivy wants to work the register while we're... I would I, love I mean, to see that. This is a very busy shopping day. Juliet's already closing. Up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, putting all the valuables out of sight, like, you know, closing up the windows, like, trying um, to sign. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you both that as you're closing up the shop, you know, it's been a while, but as, like, the past few weeks in particular, your other side of your life has begun to sort of intrude upon your actual lives. Yeah. The the presence of the Geist and all of that, it can't be denied. And you knew that this was going to be sort of a balancing act. Mm-hmm. But your root has been playing more of a role than your bloom has, as it were. Mm-hmm. The, living, the living side of your existence is... Uh, or I should say the bloom has been playing more of a role than the root. Mm-hmm. Um, the root being your living, the living side of your life. Um, as a result... As you're closing up shop, it's kind of entering into both of your minds that when the monthly expense reports get done this month and when you are all able to sit down and look at your numbers and everything, there's this part of you both that's kind of cringing a little bit because of how much activity this has begun to take away from the business and away from your lives. Um, Calling loved ones, making sure the store is open during business hours, that sort of thing. Um, as the sign flips and y'all are beginning to depart, it's just something I'm putting as a storyteller into the back of your minds. Your characters are starting to become very aware that this is like the fourth day in a row now where you've kind of put things on hold because you're dealing with this stuff. Um, yeah. See, and I've just gone and not had a life anymore same. to be disrupted. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay. So... Uh, yeah, by the way, your follower count. You've gained 700 new followers since yesterday. Wow. And that's still, it's still going up. Wow. Not bad. Yeah. That was an Owen Wilson one. Wow. wow. If that's all that Benny Becca's leverage is worth, is, oh, that's all I'm saying. got to find yeah. some new influence. I mean, yes, maybe she's not quite a... You how many of that 1.5 yeah. million are bots is yeah. what I'm saying. Um, so okay. go ahead and make uh, an intelligence plus investigation roll. Oh, lovely. I was I was far, hoping to farm these out to resources. I I do not have investigatory capacity myself. Like uh, sure. getting the records. It, it, this is this is I'm making calls. Okay. Um, um so then I would say Um I would I would say they get so what like a social like um social plus investigation plus resources. No, I would just go ahead and tell you that if unless you want to specifically try to make rolls for this, um, that they basically say, we'll get this information back to you, uh, give us a couple of days. Um, do, am, am I around for this at all? Because um, I, I have an private investigator on call that I've been using recently. And um, if you tell me that this is... Do you tell me? Um, I I think we've shared what my intent is going to be while you are all doing that. So then I would like 
to leave the name and number of the private investigator that I've been using is this to a look. Contact you have in your yes, background. Yes, this is okay. this is the one. Um, it's one of the three I think I gave you. It's the one who's been looking for my sister. Oh right. Um, and so um, I I'm gonna leave that info with you. Uh. Can you give me the name, or do you have that information? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm convinced. Um, okay. no, Jasper I mean, Lynn. typed up. Jasper Lynn. Yeah, um, I hired him with my parents' money. Lovely. Investigator. Okay. But I don't tell you Jasper. Yeah. You have a Jasper, ladies and gentlemen. I, and I know. Nice. Okay. <laughs> like, you're very discreet about it, and it's very classy. And I appreciate that, but it's not like I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, (laughs) And then you get into the car with your driver. (laughs) But we don't know. We we, we, we don't need to talk about that. Um, Um, So Jasper answers the phone. Jasper is... I don't know. (laughs) Jasper is very much a... A very, a very interesting person. They are probably in about their mid thirties, mm-hmm. um, and they have been making a, they've been making a reputation for themselves for being very good at what they do, but they have also, they also come with some personality quirks that make them somewhat abrasive sometimes. Oh, I worked in te- with with tech entrepreneurs. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jasper in particular, they they are very blunt when mm-hmm. it comes to wanting to get information. Yeah. And and they're not really they they're not really interested in in uh, in, in dancing around the issues so mm-hmm. much. If they need to know something, they'll ask direct. And so when you place the phone call, um, mm-hmm. who who is calling you, Jasper? I think I leave the contact info. Yes, uh, yeah. she gave me a, yeah, okay. a card. Yeah. You just see Jasper Lynn in parentheses, they, them, um, mm-hmm. and phone number. Um, and it just says Jasper Private Investigations. So as you call it up, you hear a voice in the other end. <clears throat> God damn it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I dropped the phone. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck. Um, hold on. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you can hear me on the other line right now, but it's not in reach. If you can hang up, because I don't, it's it's kind of a, I would appreciate the privacy of letting me retrieve my phone and I can call you back. I can't really reach it right. No, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> fuck, fuck. There you are. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Is this Jasper Lynn? This is Jasper Lynn. My name is Ivy McDermott Preston. I was referred by Juliet Singh. The tech millionaire? Yes. I've heard of you, yeah. Thank you. And you've you've been referred by a client? Yes. Well, because you're a millionaire, I'm not inclined to give you a discount, but I am really good at what I do, so I will make it worth your while. How can I help you? Okay. I'm trying to get background information on a few people from the mid-70s. Oh, background check, and it's ancient. All right. Yes. Practically prehistoric. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> there might be some things. I'm looking for one. Michelle Curiel, uh, an adjunct instructor at Cal, also current piano teacher in Oakland, uh, went to Cal in that period, uh, 1976, 77, uh, so forth. Okay, so you actually know where they live then? Uh, yes, that one I have. I'm looking for more okay. information, uh, background. Okay. Uh, what can be? 
and you found just... particularly from that era. Um, two other people, uh, one Darren McAfee, deceased, uh, again, 76, 77, also a student at Cal Poly Sci major. We've pulled the records, but I don't have the coroner's report or anything like that yet. Uh, circumstances of death and additional information around that time would be very helpful to me. One third person only by nickname. Um, Bookie, contemporaneous colleague, uh, Cal student of uh, the other two, member of a fraternity, precise fraternity unknown. Okay, so they so these are all. That's so the fun one. These are all linked then. Yes, uh, they were all a social network. Okay. Uh, in some manner uh, that we have yet to determine. Um, okay, so this is stuff that I could probably get done for you today, actually. Lovely. Um, let's go ahead and discuss fee. Yes. Um, I'll just go ahead and, and just to avoid complications, I'll just do this for a straight flat flat rate of two thousand, and uh, and uh, as soon as I get that uh, notification of the transfer, I can get you this information uh, right away. Is, is this a cell phone you've called me on? Yes. It's a funny thing to ask that these days, isn't it? And yet, sometimes we just have to ask that because you don't know. My thing is, is I'm going to text you after this with uh, my Venmo information. Mm -hmm. And then if you just want to drop the money in that. All right, then let me give you the number because this is not listed. Oh, that would make sense. You're a very important person. I'm going to go ahead and write this in. Was. Okay, I'm ready. And you just give... Then the yes. number they write down says, "Great, right, awesome." Okay, I've got this. Thank you so much. I You're very to hearing welcome. From you. Oh yeah, yep, yep, yep. Click. Let's proceed. Okay, let me just look at this phone for a second. Put it away. Um, <sighs> <laughs> the energy that that took. <laughs> it was masterful, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the three of you pull up to Golden Gate Park. Um, as y'all are pulling up, I mean, it, it's not, it's frustrating how predictable it is, but as the three of you pull up and, and exit from the vehicle, the first thing you see across the street near the entrance point is an old man in a long woolen black coat with a hat on, a gray beard, reading a newspaper. He's sitting on a park bench that's relatively close to where y'all are at. He's just flipping through the paper. Um, he doesn't seem to have seen you all as you've pulled up. Oh, that answers that question. He's about uh, 200 feet away, <laughs> up the street a bit. Yeah. He uh, stands out. He is not, he does okay. not look like anybody else in the, in the street. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't look like we've caught his attention yet, so maybe we can just keep it that way. Well, the very fact that he's here means that he intends on staying around until Darren comes back. But he didn't attack him outright last time. Exactly. Well, there, were the four, there were the four of us there. He, he has not welcome. been compatible with us yet. And maybe because the four of us were there, that was another reason for him to have stayed his hand. We don't know. I'm going to cast my haunt. Um, for um, in the boneyard so that I can be able to view this when 
when um when the time comes and I'm off okay. at the piano lesson. I'm gonna call for earmuffs because plasm is about to come into play. Cool. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Sam, I'll wave at you when we're done. Roll tap, tap, tap. Thank you. Cool. Okay, so, um, you step a bit closer to the boundaries of the uh, park itself. Um, obviously, shifting glances left and right to make sure that no one's really seeing this. Um, and at about that point, Bo moves aside, uh, moves close to you. Um, it's always present. You're always able to gaze in the twilight. You're always aware of the dead, but you're also always aware that deep inside of you is flowing the energies of death itself. And how it manifests is never particularly pleasant to the living. But the three of you, honestly, being the bound, plasm, doesn't really hold anything that you find disgusting anymore. You, what is the merit that you all get as guys? Do you uh, uh, oh, it was a, a tolerance for biology. Tolerance for biology. You have seen shit. This is nothing. Um, and there is this sense of coursing power as you begin to pull up these energies of the underworld. Um, feeling it swell inside, you begin to extend your hands outwards. And the first thing that you see as she puts her hands out is you end up sort of instinctively burying your fingers into the soil. And the moment your fingers move into the soil, you all watch as these worms, just earthworms, immediately oh, begin to exude up out of the soil, like writhing, like they've just been summoned forth. And you feel this pulse of energy. All of you watch the veins become very apparent in her arms, like they're glowing inside. And you can actually feel the energies of death moving through her fingertips as plasm begins to leak out as if somebody had lift, had cut and lifted your fingers. And instead yeah. of gore and blood, this viscous fluid just as literally the essence of death itself manifesting in the physical world slithers between each earthworm as it's writhing around on the ground. Um, the, the, the soil in front of you, you see it bubble a little bit. And then the earthworms begin to subsume right back into the earth. Um, immediately, you begin to feel this pulsing sensation like you can see this place. And you feel twilight, like a sonar ping. You're in the energies of death. You now have sight on this area. You can feel it. You can feel this place. The haunting is complete. And as you withdraw, it's another reminder that even though you worry about these day-to-day -day moments, that you are, in fact, a lot more powerful than sometimes you remember as you pull your hands out. So Better it's than a, a spa treatment. Uh, I feel so good right now. Wow, you look it's, like a crazy lava monster. And <laughs> it's also a reminder that you're still dead. Um, yeah. So. Is the cave over? <laughs> Thanks for joining it us was... for before the game. You did great. That, yeah, that was, it was so real gross. <laughs> Oof, you missed. Oof. Um, I'm not all I do is just die. <laughs> so, um, no recognition or movement from this Reaper who's 200 feet up the street from y'all. He's still flipping through this newspaper. And he looks quite engrossed in it. Um, um, well, since I've haunted this area, can I'm going to look over his shoulder and see what he's reading. Oh, yeah. Uh, because okay. I have eyes in the painting, so I can see, feel, taste, hear, 
But you have to pick an area. object, right? No. Oh. It's this entire area. All right, hold on. That's the best scry in yeah. like any game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a scry that. Yeah. But it's location based. But yeah. Well, but like a print, like. It's pretty good. That's a yeah. park. That's why. That's why I put that's two in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Far and Away? No. Tom Cruise. He, he, he buys a horse, and the horse ends up dying on him because it was old. Oh. He comes out of a bar, and it's just laying dead on the ground. I'm waiting for the connection. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way Sam said something just now. It just reminded me of the old guy. Oh. Tom Cruise walks out and finds this horse just dead on the – just dead, like still tied up to its post and dead. Oh, and he goodness. stops, and he goes, oh, Jesus Christ. And this random guy walks up and goes, that there was the oldest horse I ever seen, and just walks away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, whatever – this has got the backstory. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I believe it's on page 108. Uh, that makes it's either sense. 108 or page 74. Oh, actually, actually, this is why I'm having a problem finding what I'm looking for. It's because the... I have it all bookmarked. Oh, I have it. Oh, thank you. That's not what I'm looking oh. for. Ah. I want to know if a Reaper can sense what you're doing. <gasps> oh. oh. <laughs> no. Can you have it? No. <laughs> let's just make this Fast and Furious real quick, and everyone in the car. In the car and and we... <laughs> No. No. Sam nope. Up here, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. This Reaper does not know that you were spying on him. Oh. He is not going to get a that. chance. He's I not going to chance to sense this. I put two in it. I put two in it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's not going to be able to sense that. So, um, yeah, he's just reading the daily news. As you zoom in, um, you're looking at um, stories that have been happening downtown. In fact, as you glance at it, the one commonality you're seeing between story and story throughout this uh, the the Gazette is just that it looks like he's reading up on like the news of the stock markets and stuff like that. Hmm. What would a reaper want to do with the stock market? I say that out loud since I'm with them. Like a. It's at that point where you notice that her eyes have. uh, This is as far as I'll go with it. Her eyes have milked over a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, as a essentially like a sheath of plasm has just mm-hmm. like she's oh, gazing a little that's, deeper into the. That's what he's looking at in the in the paper. It's stocks. It's stocks. Why would a reaper be interested? Because he's not actually reading. That's not what he's here for. Well, he seems extremely intent, and there's no one else around. Who is he keeping up a, a facade for? I think he's really interested. Can I roll for? Saying that? Yes. Um, And I won't make this a resisted roll because he doesn't know he's being observed. But I am going to increase the difficulty because you're not actually really able to see his face. You're kind of just looking over his shoulder. You're getting a sort of a glance at the side of him. everywhere in the location. But he's not in the park. He's on the sidewalk. Oh, okay. So you can see what he's reading, but it's difficult to get a glimpse of Mm -hmm. what exactly his... But he, he's definitely, your, your read on it so far is absolutely correct. He is looking at the stocks specifically, and he does seem very interested. If you want to try to do like an impressions roll or like a read as to what his emotional state is, you can make a shot for it. But I'm going to increase the difficulty to two. Okay. Sure. Just let me know what I'm rolling. That's a wit's empathy check. Mm-hmm. Empathy? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Empathy, no. So I don't have any empathy, but I do have wits. You can also add with willpower if you want, but that's four is pretty okay. Well, it's a difficulty of two, and I only have four dice. That's true. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and use uh, one of my willpower. Spend a willpower point, gain three dice. Okay. Oh, 
know that one. Ah, one success. You're not sure. He seems incredibly intent on what he's reading, but you don't know what, why. You're not, you're not entirely certain. Yeah. Seems like he's very, in, excuse the pun, invested in the stocks. Well, here's the thing. We don't need to engage him. We, right? I, do, I don't want to. No. <laughs> so we just I, need I to can... keep hidden until Darren appears. Yes. Then we need to lure Darren away. Yes. And that's oh, it. well, you know, both of you enjoyed that. I have other things that I'm going to do with my day uh, until we have to down. leave. And <laughs> so far away. And we're in the car still, I think, right? Or are we not in the car? No, no, no we're, we're outside. No, we're right. you're, you're in the park now. Okay, yeah. no, we're, back. we're in the park. Great, great, yeah. great. Let's keep so our voices down. You, you go ahead and do what you're going to do. Um, I'm going to go have some lunch, and then I'm going to connect back with Ivy, and we're going to head to that uh, piano lesson. Okay. Uh, just call me on the phone, or I'll call you if there's any movement with Sam, because I can see you and hear everything that you're saying. Oh, okay. Good to know. Thanks for... How much plasma did that cost you, by the way? One. One plasma. Nice. Mm -hmm. Geists are powerful. Mm. Uh, they are. For everyone else, we have that Discord voice chat. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, we have a Discord voice chat. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I guess we'll uh, go over towards the area that we think Darren would be appearing yes. and sort of take hidden positions. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, and if you need any help with what constitutes hidden positions mm -hmm. or what's exposed, just give me a ring. Okay, bye. I really feel like salmon today, so I'm going to go. And gets in the car <laughs> and then just leaves. Your drivers at this point are starting to just come to terms with the fact that they're they've got a weird job. Yeah, right. um, driving. driving, driving. That's what they do. Yeah, if only it were just driving though. Right. <laughs> There's probably so many things that they've noticed that they just like. I'm just gonna pretend I didn't see that or hear that or anything that. And you pay them good money. Yeah. So I would also like to I point mean, out because this is a different mechanic that we haven't really used yet. Sure. This scenario specifically mm -hmm. has a resonance for both of my keys. Oh, no shit. I have the okay. key of stillness, which yeah. has a resonance uh, when the target is unaware of the bound's presence. So we're keeping hidden. Uh, and then the, I have the key of chance as well. It's resonant when the bound is risking something important uh, on a single action or okay. a risky plan. Okay, cool. So you can actually call upon those keys to give you bonuses to the roll. Yes. But it's risky. It always I could comes doom with myself. <laughs> you could get a doom, yes. yes. Uh, which, uh, if that comes up, then we'll explore that aspect of the game. It okay, it's really fun. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Uh, yes. Uh, Just letting is... you know. Okay. Um, all right. So um, the two of you are going to go into the park. Yes. All right. Then I'm going to ask for deck stealth checks. Great. Okay. Now the good news is, he is facing the opposite way, and the crowd, the, the park is somewhat crowded. Now the area you're going to is closer to him, considerably, and not as crowded. Would but I'm going to go ahead and set the difficulty at one. Okay, okay. great. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, would they have any pluses because they literally have a bird's eye view of whatever they want to see as long as they contact me? Um... No, I would just say that the, the situation is so dynamic and shifting all the time. I mean, in all honesty, it's it's just not getting spotted by Sam. It's not the other people so much. Mm. Um, don't look at me, Sam. <laughs> don't. Also, so for the resonances then, for this check, basically what it's doing is lowering the amount that I need for critical success. Mm -hmm. So it goes from five to four then four to three. But don't, do you automatically get a doom, or is it, do you... No, no, if I fail... If you ever fail the check. Completely. Okay. 
So um, while I'm using that, this is actually going to be a resistance check, but I'm just going to establish as a solid number mm-hmm. instead okay. of doing difficulty roll. Okay. Um, now with with McGee facing the opposite way Great. and you guys moving through, I'm just going to set the resistance of this at a pretty basic two. Okay. okay. So subtract two dice from your dice pool and make your rolls. Um, okay. Um, well, and and what are we rolling? We're rolling it's dex, dex stealth. Buddy, one dice. Willpower. Um, the good news is, is it's not a chance die. It only becomes a chance to. Oh, you can spend a willpower. I game. will spend a willpower. I will spend a willpower. One, two, awesome, three, as well. You know, y'all are y'all are playing to your character so well that it's going to be pretty easy to gain back a willpower point. So sure. I okay. think you're okay on that. Okay. So go ahead. Now's and, the time. This is a big check. Yeah, that it is, is not. That is not an exaggeration. Oh, nice. One, two, three, three. Which ah, one success? Wow. You only needed one. It was, good, it was a resistance roll. So, um. Yeah, luckily there's just enough traffic in here, and mm-hmm. McGee, for whatever reason, is just really in his newspaper, does not notice that the two of you have entered the park. Mm-hmm. Your guys hovering close by. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you enter the park, once again, looking into twilight, um, this place is noticeably free yeah. of, oh, of like a lot of the underworld activity that you normally see. There are plants here that are not in the real world. You are seeing like small trees that have been cut down ages ago mm-hmm. that are still growing or appear to be growing that only exist in twilight. So we're seeing more of this or less of this? You're seeing, you're, this is twilight. So in twilight, you're seeing things that died sure. or that are no longer there. So you're seeing bushes and trees that don't actually exist in the world mm-hmm. of the living. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you do notice is in, in the history, like tome that is... San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not unusual to see ghosts every single day. And in a place as heavily trafficked as Golden Gate Park, with all the things that have happened in this place, you would expect to see more than just this one that seems to be anchored here. Same however, busy. <laughs> however, much like the forest that grows quiet when a predator is nearby, there is nothing. Mm. Um, you all take position behind one of these great, uh, trees that are growing up in uh, Sam in uh, Golden Gate Park. How far are we away from the exact tree that um, where you found him last yeah. time? About eighty feet. About eighty feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think if we can get closer, I can see if I can remember anything. Yeah. Why not? I mean, time. there's a lot of reasons why not. Like, oh. what if Sam McGee sees us, that's right? True. That's like, true. Let's that's keep it down. Okay. Together. I'm sorry. We're gonna keep sorry. Focus. I just. We can do this. Yeah, it's okay. just information gathering. Yeah, right. Yeah, do we have three things that we know about him? About Darren. About Darren. We yes. know his name. Yes. We know where he went to school. Yes. And we know that he died of alcohol poisoning. Right. I think that should be enough. I mean, we're assuming, but yeah. if it works, then it works, right? Right. And if it doesn't, I guess we just try again. Talk at a tree, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um. So I would like to try and approach the site that we found him at and see if, like, like. Juliet's making the assumption that uh, this is the site of his death. Like that mm-hmm. is that is the assumption that we're this is a shot in the dark. But right. I would like to try and do recall the memoria, which is you must be at the site of a traumatic death, um, or in the presence of a ghost anchor that relates to the memory, and you must know at least three details of the memory you're trying to invoke. Uh, the memory must be of the ghost's death or of a significant event that led up to the death, and it's going to cost me uh, uh, one to five plasm. Depending on how much. And so what information are you specifically trying to get? I'm just trying to figure out more about um, the ghost death. If I could suggest. Yeah. 
we need to find this anchor. So if you can think of anything that might tell us what the anchor is or yes. where it is, yes, absolutely, that would be great to grab. Yes. So, um, in fact, if that's a piece of information we could find out, that'd be great because technically we're at the site of the traumatic yeah. death, or at least I mean, we're assuming we're at the site right. of the allegedly. Is there a role? Um, yes, there is. It's a synergy plus memoria. Okay, so your geist is helping you with this. Then. Yes. It's a okay. haunt. It's right? no. It's um. It's a. Uh, or a new. Oh no! It's a yeah. You're yeah, right. It's a, it's a haunt. haunt. I'm it's so a sorry. haunt. Yep. Okay. So many things. So go ahead and spend your plasma then. Okay. Um. Mm -hmm. Uh, one to five. It says. Does it matter? Oh yeah, you'd probably be able to boost it by. Oh, it makes sense. Spending more. Okay. Uh, how? I mean, it should have it in the description. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Like maybe extra it'll, questions it'll say or. One will mm -hmm. do this. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, it actually doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Which is what's nice about this. Um, so I'm going to say, okay, you know what? Uh, oh, wait. The Sin Eater is able to find the memory of the event in question. She gains the memory condition for the scene with the number of charges equal to the plasma sprint during activation. Okay. During, um, so the charges for the memory condition. So I'm going to spend two plasma on this. Okay, so you're going to get a glimpse at two memories of the of the event that happened? That's what I'm assuming that sure. says. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, great. And I'm rolling in this case my synergy plus. I'm um, wonderful. That's the name of it. Psychometry. Remember, we were trying to figure out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh we use ability to touch things and then use the yes. yes. mm -hmm. That was it. All right. So go ahead and make a roll. Um, yeah. Go ahead and make a roll. One. Uh. One success. One success. One success. I only needed one. Woo! Yes. Um, yes. Okay. As you move forward, okay. keeping your eye on the Reaper. I will keep yeah. my eye on the Reaper as well. Okay. Yeah, don't um, I'm very afraid. It's, it's, it's really... I mean, again, you, you have all seen things. You've been to the land of the dead. You have died yourselves. You are in the presence of geists. There is something that you have all been through that makes you rather immune to the fears of death and the underworld itself. Reapers are a different thing. Um... The presence of one not too far away it's not just that you know the reapers are dangerous even to your kind it's that you don't know specifically what they're capable of mm -hmm. only that this one as you've been told by a friend in the underworld um is very dangerous to all of you yeah. um and he is very old apparently and has a bit of a reputation in the upper reaches of the underworld um and it is just disconcerting to see him only roughly a hundred feet away from where you all are. A, just the sort of the the image of him peeking out from uh, the sidewalk on the other side of bushes as he's flipping through a newspaper. The man looks like he's out of time, like he does not belong in this century. <clears throat> and you can see the public as they move past him. They don't even know they're doing it, but everyone kind of gives him space, walking a little further away from him. Um, pigeons that usually meander around the park, none of them go near him. Um, there is essentially an aura of death and danger around this calm-looking old man who's just flipping through this paper and clearing his throat from time to time like he was alive. We're so screwed. Um, you know, in fact, he is not. Um, yeah. Keeping your eyes on him, you extend outwards, and as you reach your hand out, you see these long fingers reach out, and one finger touches the tip of yours. And as that happens, Ticking Man, catching on to what you're doing, this 
dread geist as he touches the tip of, of your finger extends his hands down and touches the soil um what's particularly eerie is it once again illustrates the disproportionate limbs of the ticking man in that he does not have to bend down to touch the ground he leans slightly over and just just yeah. touches the tips of his fingers brushing against the tops of the soil um and when that happens you immediately get two flashes now you're going to get snapshots of moments that happened that led to this event what specifically it's uh, we're going to do it like this you have two questions okay okay um i want to know more about how michelle was involved so i would love to see a scene with her um, um if possible um or how was michelle involved with this would be the official question um, that I ask, and so then now, however you want to link. This question that. has to pertain to this area in particular because you're oh, using the yes. memoriam. Yes, good so. point. Um, uh, then I guess the exact question would be. Yes, so we want to. Yeah, so. You know uh, what the anchor is. Yeah. yeah, I would love to know what the um, anchor is. You feel a chill run up your spine, and it's almost a rush mm -hmm. because. You can't see the face, but you hear sobbing. Um, it's almost a choked sob, like someone is, in, is racked with grief. And you hear the sounds of soil, like a shovel. And it's almost like you're looking from the ground up as someone is crying, trying so hard to be quiet. Um, and then your eyes slowly widen as you begin to realize that about 12 feet or so, um, there was this tree at one point was not upright. Mm -hmm. That um, this tree apparently a long time ago, as you're beginning to sense this out, this this very large tree, apparently the city had to come in and like essentially reroot it. Yeah. So at one point back in the time, because when you're seeing this in your head, you begin to realize that the tree that you're next to is in a different position. It's not s sort of leaning. Mm -hmm. um, so the roots were exposed. There was a little bit of depth mm -hmm. um, because 12 feet, that's, that's pretty far down. Yeah. Um, and that's when you realize that 12 feet down where the root structure is, there is a skeleton, a body. Boy. Buried here. Um, I obviously, I, I, you can, there's, there's, um, jeans wearing whatever clothes that yeah. it's got on is mottled black from all the rainwater and the passage of time torn and rotted away. Um, every bone in your body tells you it's Darren. Now, um, I think, I think we're on his grave. Ooh. And I was like, Sleep you back. look down. Um, that's what I saw. I, he, this, this is it. This well, is, this is the site. Okay, but then, do we have an anchor? Your I Discord mean, pings. Oh, what does the Discord say? Like, um, reminding you, I can see you and hear you. Um, good job. <laughs> but also, be quieter. Right. Oh. Right, right. Um, and so then I want to relate to you exactly what yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, 
So, so that's good. I, I was him. I was the. It was in the grave. I was. I was being. No, I was being shoveled down on. Someone was crying. I could not see who the, who was. No, it was completely because it wasn't part of your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you fair, just fair, see fair. shadow and you see dirt being tossed, basically, in your point of view. Yeah. You know that this tree had been uprooted at some point. Like it was because it was yeah. in danger of falling over. Um. So there was a a large like hole where, that had been exposed that allowed whoever was down there mm-hmm. to actually bury this body deeper than they would normally normally be able to, be able to do it. Um. Yeah. So. I think it might be this tree. The tree or the skeleton? If, uh, it's or, definitely the skeleton. It's definitely yeah, the skeleton. Definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skeleton. Let's go. great news. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Well, that means that we shouldn't touch it and we shouldn't let them know where it is because that means that Sam can't get great. to it either. This is what we just got to protect. We just got to protect this area. Protect this area. Okay, yeah, it's that's fine. fine. You got it's one more question. Fine. Um, okay. Um, We're just freaking out, like I the two it. of us. We just gotta protect this. Yeah, the Tiki Man kind of glances over at Rabbit's Foot, and Rabbit's Foot is just staring confused. Doesn't Neither one of them really understand um, why the two I mean, I want so my excited. second question to be, like, who's burying this body? Yeah. Huh? Who's burying this body? That's my second question. Um, you see, your second question, you, you go back to the memory and you focus. Mm. Okay. And there are moments that catch in the glint of the moonlight. Um, you see a young man wearing a Letterman jacket oh. with, um, with finely combed hair, very handsome. Yeah. Um, his face is wet, and his features are contorted in agony. He is sobbing uncontrollably and trying to, trying so hard to stay quiet, and he's constantly darting his eyes looking left and right to make sure no one is seeing what he's doing. Um, so I can I can see him clearly. Is there any blood Not on clearly. Uh, clearly, clearly. But but can I him, can yes. I can I see if there's any blood on him or is that too much? No blood. Can't tell. You don't see any blood. Um oh jeez. But he's burying the body here. He's burying okay. the body. Um it's Bookie. You found Bookie. No, Bo- Bookie's the one doing the burying. Oh. Your Discord sounds. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, oh, no. I just, uh, okay. Um, I mean, he could be doing it for a lot of reasons, right? Yeah, like burying a body. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Um, oh, God. Uh, okay, well, I think that we should move further into the woods so that Sam doesn't accidentally Shh. see us. Sam doesn't accidentally see us. Yes, and we I should agree. tell the others. Okay. Because what time is it right now? Uh, let's see, you got here at, what, 2.30 we yeah. decided? So it's probably close to three thirty at this point. Okay, oh, so we've still got a few hours. So so yeah. so we have about three hours and thirty minutes till yeah. to 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 till he responds. Um, so I should correct you on that. Yeah. Because oh, because it's okay. it's by the next sunrise. Oh. So he's already conceivably active right now. Oh jeez. Oh. Okay. Let's great. start looking. Let's start looking. <laughs> I mean, he may not be manifesting yeah. at this moment. But you yeah. can also gaze in the twilight and see ghosts that are running. I would like to try and gaze in the twilight. Well, so yeah. you you all that's just just to clarify and so the audience knows at home yeah. too. We can just that's not something you can ever turn off. Oh, right, yeah. right. We just have it on all the time. You we died, have... and now you see twilight. It's all the time. All the time. Um, okay. You see dead people. <laughs> but all the time. I demand um, one of those one of those tootsie rolls before you finish off. There's <laughs> <laughs> like 18 in here. Uh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Y'all haven't seen it, but Rave is just tearing through these things. God, okay, yeah. eight, three. <laughs> Wait, uh, you saw what Bookie looks like. Yeah. Yeah. What if I'm Bookie? You're not Bucky. Why not? Um, um, Julia would like to try and draw Bucky. 
but she's not a very good drawer. <laughs> but um, basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna list out all those features for you because that's what Juliet does. She makes lists, mm -hmm. and so I I agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> but um, we can't get to a yearbook or anything like that right now. So right now we just gotta. Okay. And I just want to list all his features. I want to list his approximate height that I thought. Uh -huh. I want to list his, um, I'm going to list his hair color, blonde. Uh -huh. um, I'm going to list his eye color, how old he looked, the Letterman jacket. Um, She's describing, she describing your hamburger-eaten, like, golden boy, you know, typical, like, privileged, like, just looks like if you had pulled somebody out of, like, a 70s movie mm. of of the... Uh, of like the elitist mm. crowd of college students, sure, sure, and part of a fraternity. She's going through this description of like little dimples, mm. um, got the got the blonde hair, like very handsome, very very athletic looking. So I would like to try to do something that's a little unorthodox. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, and it's with this character specifically because normally it would be like a mundane ability, but mm -hmm. because of his background, I would like to try to use his medium ability. To try to summon the spirit of Bookie. Um, so I believe that's like a ritual or something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so what does that entail? Oh so my god. While you're describing this yeah. thing, I'm uh, taking a stick in the dirt and just drawing circles. What, what, what are you doing? Just keep right describing. Do you want to do that there while you're... A hundred feet away from Sam, or would you we're, prefer to do that back? We're pretty like, far from Sam, right? I mean, you're far from Sam. You are going to be doing. I mean, I, I, I'll find. Mar Marquia does have a point. Sure. The more you guys, uh, the, the thing is, is you're able to get away with a lot. Yeah. But the more you start pulling on death energies, the more it might alert a Lord nearby Sam. reaper. Yeah. 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 But we gotta find but Darren before it's 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 not a it's not a sure thing. It's just you're risking, you're yeah. taking a risk, and that's great because that's what I'm all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm doing a series <laughs> of circles, and uh, and you can see me starting to draw symbolically in the dirt, like a Letterman jacket, uh, and then uh, some like well, wavy hair, a football. Sure want to do this? Sam's right there. I mean, I don't. I can try it. I don't know what that Your difference. Discord sounds like, what? <laughs> Turn what notifications is, off. What is he doing? He's, I, I think he's trying to, I'm, I'm a really bad liar. I think he's trying to it's summon fine. Bucky. That's, oh. that, yes. How, how about I, I just look idea. around the park first before Please keep do... us, if you find Darren. I'll, Darren? You're looking We're for Darren? We're looking for Darren. All right, I'll take a look. You want to look around the park? <laughs> this conversation, y'all are literally saying this to the air and getting replies on your Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you're going to look around the park? Yeah, to see um, if uh, Darren has manifested in some way, you some, don't, some other part. In some um, other part. You're also gazing into Twilight, and you see the same things that they do, where you see dead trees that are still looking vibrant and healthy as much as they can in the Twilight. Um, but you don't see that Darren has is manifesting right now. He's definitely here, but he may not be moving about, so to speak. I, I don't see his form anywhere. Um, and judging by the list that you gave me, good-looking athlete, athletic type, there's a bunch of them uh, all around. They're oh, the good-looking. I'm just going to so <laughs> scratch that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going back to my lunch now. Mm -hmm. don't, don't attract Sam's attention. <laughs> 
I remember to says, save the receipt so I can dispense it. I <laughs> you shout that. <laughs> I whisper it. Um. Okay. So yes. So I'm gonna okay, do my this. medium and manipulation scores. Okay. And uh, and I will use my keys to reduce the critical success. Okay, you're using your keys. I'm using both Calling keys. upon the energies of the underworld itself. All right, you're opening that channel into the land of the dead. Oh, boy. Um, as you call upon your keys, it now keys are essentially just emotional focal points that you have connected to within. Both for my death and my geist's death. Yes, and at this point, so when this begins to happen, almost in a creepy uniform kind of way, suddenly the anxiety, the, the typical version of what you see uh, in, in Lucky Rabbit's foot, it goes away for a second as, as he almost seems to acknowledge that the two of you are about to do something important. Mm. And he comes and stands um, and ho- just sort of hovers on the other side of the circle looking straight at you. And he just extends his hands like this and, oh, folds, and folds them like this. In the same way. Um, and make your roll. Three so far. Three successes. Oh. Ooh, exploding. Another exploding. Again. Four. Four, but that's all I need that's for a crit success. That's right. Um, you reach out, and it's oh, it's attuning yourselves with the ebb and flow. That you know that roaring sound that you always hear, like blood rushing into your ears when you're moving into the into the underworld. Um, tapping into that ambient breath that is the land of the dead. You reach out, connecting with what you know of Bookie and Bookie's connection to this corpse, this poor soul. Nothing. It would Which, help to have a name. That's no, 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 no. Mm. Nothing. There's no connection. Bookie's not dead. Oh shit! Bookie's not dead. <laughs> oh, I say it in my voice, my full voice. Oh, okay. Shh. <laughs> As you reach. Like immediately, the reaction you're like you're reaching out for somebody who doesn't exist in the underworld. Okay. Who doesn't exist in in death. Okay, he's not dead. That's good to know. Good that's to good know. to know. That's that's good to have a confirmation of that. So we just gotta. Okay, we just gotta. We just gotta. Um, I mean, I mean, I I send that to the Discord group. So I'm gonna have you all make stealth. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Please, yeah. that's probably a good idea. Um, I'm gonna raise the resistance to three this time. Oh. Um, oh, what was it? Stealth and it's yeah. technically deck stealth if you're oh, moving. But the truth is, is this has been. Yeah. I I think present stealth is probably smart. Present stealth. I'm still rolling One, three. Two, composure stealth. Composure is better. Composure. Let's oh, do God. composure. Oh, thank plus, God. Composure plus stealth. Okay, great. I'm rolling five. Because uh, this has literally been your ability to sort of like keep it the fuck down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not forget. But, you said a three? You said a three? That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, considering I just okay. rolled a z- So a resistance of three means you subtract three dice from your pool. Oh, before you, okay, before okay. You let roll. me re-roll that. So you gotta re-roll it. Okay. So pull three dice out of your pool um, and then roll it. Still zero successes. Zero successes. Zero successes both times. Zero successes. <laughs> but oh Okay, but, well uh, Sam has a negative two to perceive Lucky Rabbit's foot and I, but I don't know about Juliet. No, do, do, do you see this? Yeah. Do you see this geist? Yeah. Everyone sees, sees this geist. 
Um, it's okay. I have the key of blood. When situations spiral out of control, the key of blood is strong. Yes. Oh, good. Because I feel like that might be coming up. Can I just say what a brilliant thing to take as a player? Oh, yeah. 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 The moment you have PC attached to you in any RPG, you're going to have a moment where things spiral. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is getting louder and louder. This is the series of events and you witness it happening all in real time. As you're sitting there having your dinner. On yeah. mute. Um, like, with my there, Sam and I'm just like, oh, um, God, no. So you go, and this is what happens. He just suddenly goes, Boogie's alive! And the two of you freeze. Because there's no way that volume level, the moment you say that, the two of you freeze and slowly look over 80 feet away to see you what the form of Sam McGee is up to. Um, now, you're not sure how long he's been watching Oh, you. no. <laughs> because oh. when you make eye contact with him, okay. he's already turned around, one arm over the bench, the paper folded up, his hat, brim of his hat has been pushed up a little bit, okay. and he's looking back right at all of you. Um. Your Discord kings. He sees you. (laughs) And you hear 80 feet away. Well, goddamn. Look at who came back. I hide. No, what? Don't. No. We're going to pause there. Oh, my God. Um, Because now it's time to figure out what's going on with Lily and Ivy. Um, and, uh, it's like when Troy is bringing the pizza up the stairs <laughs> before he gets into the apartment. So it is with Ivy, who hasn't been watching things. Yeah, um, <laughs> you were in mid-chew. Just, mm, he sees you, and then mm, the moment, like, you hear the voice, well, goddamn. Um, so... On your end of things, mm-hmm. um, you get a phone call. Oh, lovely! Um, one Jasper Lynn, great, calling you back. Uh, and as you answer the phone, yes. you hear chewing in your ear. Okay. <laughs> as we go full method, <laughs> right, going for those willpower points. <laughs> Not fully, it's truly. <laughs> right. Truly have it. Um, uh, so um, a, a, a beat passes when you hear. Did you pick up? Am I on the phone with somebody? Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh, hello. Okay. So let me tell you what I got for you. Yes, please. Okay. So this Michelle Curiel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, went to, looks like, went to Berkeley, mm-hmm. majored in music, um, mm-hmm. graduated with honors. Um, teaches occasionally at the school. Yep. Uh, rather unremarkable, single. Um, has a daughter. Um, How old? Uh, daughter's 30 and doesn't live in San Francisco. Uh, looks like she moved to Minneapolis and mm-hmm. now she's living in she New York. Bless you. <clears throat> uh, she's a lawyer. So uh, she, she seems to be doing pretty well for herself. Uh, nothing really remarkable. Um, Darren McAfee mm-hmm. was, it looks like a poli-sci major at, oh, 
I'm sorry, I can't read my writing. Take a moment. Poly sci major. Um, I don't know what this says. God damn it. I don't know what this says. I, I spent two hours on this Long shit. word, short word. Could it have been Cal? Uh, no, it wasn't Cal. Berkeley. The other, the, the same college. Yep. Um, Berkeley and um, went to Berkeley as well. Was a poli sci major at Berkeley. Okay. Went missing. Who reported it? Um, family. Father reported it. Uh, are they local? Uh, yes, I can give you the address of the graveyard. Got it. Uh, any surviving relatives? Uh, not that I'm seeing. All right. Nope. Um. Nothing on this bookie person, though. Could not find anything on bookie. Uh, but judging from what you're telling me, it sounds like it was a nickname of some kind. So. Yes. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Michelle Curiel, though, is located in Oakland. Mm -hmm. So she probably knows who Bookie is. That's the hope. Got it. Anything else? Uh, no, but uh, because I couldn't find too much information on Bookie, I'm not going to set this down until I can find more info. You paid me 2K. This isn't worth 2K of information, so I'm going to keep hacking at this, and I'll get back to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Let me know if you get something more. Yeah, no, my pleasure. You know, you're actually the first MB millionaire I've ever spoken to. It's pretty cool. Oh, I'm glad. Thanks. So am I. Been a member for years. All right, click. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Once well. again, ending the phone call with this interesting person, you set it aside. And I'm guessing it at that point, if you've been following the Discord chat, you've been seeing... Um, I haven't. Ah. I've been working. Okay. Yeah. I've also been making separate calls because of the female thing. Um, but, yeah, so I'm just... And I've, I've detailed out the situation on there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> looking at, it's amazing. Looking at the chat, because all you're seeing is is one side of it because they've been yeah. speaking their replies so you're just looking <laughs> like at Beth's replies <laughs> and then the and it's it's amazing because it's it goes to sam can hear sam's gonna hear you so then it's just going to all caps sam sees you like you just you watch you're watching this chain of events as everything fucking falls <laughs> apart this um all logged about five minutes ago i looked miss lily miss lily is for, and as guys, it's always tricky to to get a sense of what is properly being communicated. Miss Elite has already been kind of responding to the emotional state of the bizarre conversation you just had. But also, now that you're having this reaction, it's almost like Miss Lily knows what's happening because her head just... <laughs> disapproving. That's fair. <laughs> Judgmental and disapproving. Why did we split up again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it's okay. Well, because previously we thought that yeah, uh, it would all be happening at the no. same time. Otherwise, we wouldn't have. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. This is it, though. What are y'all doing? Because we're about to cut back to the park. So what are you two doing? Yeah. Um, and the Discord. Are we still going to try to go to Oakland right now? Um, uh, and Betha does replay. All of this is through Discord. Be like, 
Well, Ivy, uh, we have a decision to make. Either the both of us go to the park now, or we trust them to be able to play this off and get away. I'll see you in 20 minutes. <laughs> I got this. And does, I head to the park. It, it does. It does. It does sort of illustrate how funny it would be if cell phones were in Dungeons and Dragons, right? And the parties got split, and conversations like this happened. Yeah. Um, so it's better than spamming sending spells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Although message. those are its own brand message. of charm, as so we've thanks. all seen. Message. Yeah. 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 That's true. And that's I true. put in Discord exactly where they are right now. Perfect. So, Under pen, I will. Get so, a bride. In 20 minutes, this is all be over. So, um, as the two of y'all are, um, he's he, at this point, he has folded the newspaper and dropped it on the ground and is standing just next to the bench, right where he hasn't moved from it. Okay. Um, and he's watching the two of you. Uh-huh. He says, Did you find our boy? Have you, did you bolt? I bolted. I'm you, hiding. Because you. the overwhelming rabbit's foot, it's too much. Rabbit's foot is yeah. ducked away. Okay. Near uh, the Reaper. Julia so has planted. Um, I'm sorry. Can you can you repeat what you said? I just like blanked out. Hello, Sam. In character or yeah, no, in character. Juliet's like like. Sorry. What did you say? So, yeah. <laughs> I, I asked you if you found her boy. Um. No. No. But um. It's uh. It's. San Francisco feels like it's getting more and more crowded these days. I would agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. I would. Yeah. um, Why don't you come on over here? We can have a conversation. The Discord sounds just like, run! Run! I don't want him to get... 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 I don't want
want him to get I don't 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 want him to get I don't
don't want him to get I 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 don't want him to get